Hey everybody, welcome to Quest for Adventure, the only podcast where you get to hear four cool guys have some tabletop fun times. I'm Caleb. I'm Bobby. I'm David. And I'm Brian Peppers. <laughs> yeah! Yes! And we'll Just be talking about Spencer. Brian Peppers later, but before we do that, <laughs> Bobby, what did you do this week? I watched David Lynch's fourth, fifth, and seventh Whoa. feature films. Oh Whoa. Word. Blue Velvet, Wild at Heart, and Lost Highway. <laughs> and if you can believe it. <laughs> which one did you skip? Six? Yeah, Firewalk with me, oh, which okay. we had already we had already seen it. And they're all good. I've never seen Lost Highway. That's when he starts getting to like he just wanted to film on like a cheap camera, or is that after Lost Highway? Uh that's after, oh, okay. I think. Lost Highway is, from what I remember, very similar to Mulholland Drive, mm. in that it's definitely him getting weirder. This is like the first one that I, besides Eraserhead, which I guess is pretty abstract, mm-hmm. but all of the other ones so far have been pretty straightforward, considering how I always thought of David Lynch, I guess. <laughs> this, is the fir- this is the first one besides Eraserhead that feels very Lynchy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, Wild at Heart sort of like meanders like a David Lynch uh-huh. m- movie, but it doesn't have like a giraffe baby covered in maggots. <laughs> right. I actually really liked Wild at Heart. Yeah? That one was, that, yeah, I liked that one a lot. I um, didn't love it. Cause it was okay. It, it seemed to me like it was a lot of Nicolas Cage having sex. That's kind of what I remember about it now. <laughs> and that was a bad thing. <laughs> it's like the first one that's like a straight up comedy, mm-hmm. I think. If you like the the goofy side of David Lynch, I think that's a good one. But the other two are also very good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I really liked Blue Velvet. Mm-hmm. And technically, technically, I had seen Blue Velvet before, like two days after <laughs> we watched Mulholland Drive. Mm-hmm. The same friend of Kaylee's that recommended Mulholland Drive to us was like, um, yeah, maybe that one's too weird. You can watch Blue Velvet instead. So we went over to our house and we watched we watched Blue Velvet. And I think we were just so mad about Mulholland Drive <laughs> that we just, we just decided we were going to hate it. <laughs> but no, it's actually, yeah, it's really good. Yeah. Also, you get to see Kyle MacLachlan's penis. <laughs> you said penis like wieners from Straight Story. Penis. <laughs> penis. <laughs> hey, hey, that's the next one. I, g- I get to watch a straight story. <laughs> you get to watch. <laughs> I get to watch it. <laughs> Bobby, do you think that you would like Mulholland Drive now? Uh, probably. I've liked all of his movies so far. So I'm guessing, yeah. Hmm. Also, I watched Dune. New Dune? Uh, New Dune. New Dune. We watched it too. We watched both of them, actually. Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's all right. Yeah. It, it felt like half a movie. <laughs> that is better yeah. than I expected, honestly. <laughs> Wait, New Dune? Yeah, I thought it was going to be kind of lame. It's fine. It's probably the best way to... If if you're at all interested in Dune, it's probably the, the best version of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but... Yeah, the, the, the old one feels like it's like 12 movies. Yeah. Not, not crammed in one movie, but like they're overlapping at all times. <laughs> yeah. There's dialogue from other movies happening while there's a scene from a different movie on. Uh, and uh, and out of those 12 movies, nine of them are the last 20 minutes. <laughs> right. Uh, and, the, and then the new one also still feels kind of like rushed, but it's much better, like way better. There's a lot of parts that I was like, oh, that was that character in the David Lynch one? Because there are yeah, like 8,000 8, characters, characters. Are introduced and killed like in the same scene. <laughs> right. <laughs> 
Yeah, I, I'm just not a big dune duner. <laughs> Are you, but you you like the book? No. Oh, okay. I couldn't remember. The way that people who really like the Dune book talk about it is like when they're talking about having kids. Like you're going <laughs> to be exhausted and it's so much work. And sometimes you'll want to be dead, but it'll be worth it. And they'll have no real reason. <laughs> you'll be a different person. They put, as they're putting a noose around their neck. <laughs> yeah. It's just a multi-level marketing scheme they're trying to <laughs> Yeah, you, you get three people to watch Dune and they get three people to watch Dune. <laughs> Then I'll have someone to talk about Dune with. <laughs> doing it forward. <laughs> He's really doing it to him. What about you, David? What did you do this week? I watched Halloween Kills. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Did you watch it, Caleb? No, I didn't. I did. Did You You did, Spencer? I did. Well, it, it, is, it is somewhere adjacent to a movie. <laughs> I'll agree well, with no, that. It, it is like movie. or as a movie. It is It is adjacent to a horror film. It has things that a horror film should have, but none of the horror. <laughs> it's like a QVC knife selling uh, episode. But about it's spooky like, stuff. Ba- basically, it's like Michael Myers, he's going to kill people. <laughs> See, and for for five, if he watches 10 more minutes, he'll kill five more people. All right. <laughs> That's pretty all cool. Right. All right. Hey. Uh, if you call it, if you watch this movie again right now, he's gonna kill more people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, that's yeah. Now stay with us through this commercial break of the story kind of happening in the background, and he'll come back and he'll kill more people. <laughs> so the original Halloween. Oh, you mean Rob Zombie's Halloween? <laughs> Halloween nineteen seventy eight. I believe there are four kills in that movie. Mm-hmm. Um, Halloween kills. I counted. There's thirty one kills. <laughs> <laughs> there's like That's no it. one left in Hadfield. Yeah. Basically, yeah, there's not. No, Caleb, there are. I also counted. There's there's two people and three with a question mark of people because well you didn't see at the end whether she died or not. Oh uh-huh. yeah, I, t- I I took it as a as yeah. a death, but yeah. but it was off screen as right. as a but uh, people who share the screen with Michael Myers and survive. So. <laughs> Even occupy the screen at the same time and live, yep. and that's that's pretty much why it's awful. Because like like horror, it like at least like makes makes you ask a question or ask a question like you don't know what's going to happen. Hey Dave, I, I have a question. Oh, I God, I'm scared. Actually, actually, it's not a question; it's a statement. Oh, oh man, um, you should have been scared there. That was a twist. Uh, evil dies tonight. <laughs> evil dies tonight. Evil uh, dies tonight. No, no evil does not die tonight. <laughs> actually, we've... actually, at the very end, we find out uh, Laurie's known the whole time. He's you can't kill him. Yeah, <laughs> they they so rapidly thrash between. <laughs> he's just a normal boy, even a baby. <laughs> he's and, he's and then, the craziest supernatural monster. Exactly, that's ever he existed. is fear incarnate. <laughs> he cannot be killed. <laughs> Everything we've done only makes him stronger. Uh, I'll just to get you there, Caleb. The basically what this movie is so you know how in in many a horror film there's the trope of okay gang let's split up and they they like they even make fun of it in cabin in the woods and and, you know Uh um so in this movie basically a guy gets on a megaphone and screams at the whole town of haddonfield (laughs) okay gang split up and the whole town gets in trucks and vans and cars and on foot with baseball bat i'm not exaggerating (laughs) and just split up across the entire town in the least effective way possible (laughs) um and that's the whole movie too that's the thing like 
to go back to the QVC knife channel, there were a couple <laughs> times where I was like, kind of a cool knife. Like when I'm hearing the <laughs> when I'm hearing the music and like you know some of the shots when when no one is really speaking, are <laughs> um, kind of like, oh man, that kind of this has the trappings that's... of a horror film, like David said. <laughs> this, Hot this, damn, that's a good knife. This is this is not this is a brand I recognize <laughs> of knife. Yeah, yeah, that's that's uh, actually probably closer. Well, I know this song. So he breaks into Lori's neighbor's house because they're playing with the toy drone, of course. Oh, that oh, was that's, the that's, funniest that's, single. Scene. I mean, that's their. I mean, that's it was made in twenty twenty one. You gotta. But today. they're so old, Caleb. They're really, really old, and they're talking really about drones? eating Cheez-Its and playing with a drone. <laughs> like a like a giant? What do you mean an old drone? A toy drone. Uh, yeah, an it's a, it's like a, a toy helicopter that they're flying around. It's Okay. The, yeah. the people are old, not the drone is it's, old. Yeah, it, yeah, the people <laughs> oh, are old. <laughs> okay. I was yeah, like, it's like the it's like the kind of drone that like uh it's like in the kiosks in the mall at a mall. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, yeah okay. Um, like on QVC. Yes, yes. <laughs> I know that knife. Uh, but yeah, Michael Myers he kills or he stabs the the lady in the neck with uh, like with a, a fluorescent, fluorescent light bulb. Fluorescent light bulb, <laughs> and then. And then he gets all of the knives out of their their butcher block and tests them all out on the guy's <laughs> back. <laughs> See now, I and almost he, like he gets that. the best one. <laughs> no, compared to a lot of other stuff that happens, just him, the shot, looking up, and him doing that over and over, it was better than a lot of else that, that happened. It that. sounds it sounds very funny, but this movie takes itself more seriously than like Schindler's List. <laughs> Schindler's List. It is. It's like that they somehow they took like what success the first one had mm-hmm. and just learned nothing yeah it's like it's like they it's like it's like if you gave somebody a million dollars and then hit somebody with a car immediately after and people <laughs> like congratulated you and you thought it was the car hit that people love <laughs> <laughs> i watched an uh, interview they were on uh, joe bob briggs I-, I got shutter for halloween so i've been watching uh-huh. those and they it was uh jason blum and david gordon green and basically the whole time they just wanted to talk about the first Halloween and they would change the subject anytime they talked about the new one. So my guess is that this was just them like cashing in that the first one was kind of good. Let's just it's, slap it's, together it's, two more. Well, yeah, so the, it's a trilogy and this movie just shouldn't exist. Other, It just shouldn't exist. <laughs> yeah. There's no, it, it's, nothing has changed from yeah. the, end to the end except 30 people died. But <laughs> except it, everybody they introduced in this movie has yeah. been killed. <laughs> it, it is the best example I can think of of literally skip like it's not even like a, you can skip this movie because it's bad it's like you can literally skip this movie like and, and watch changed, the third one yeah because Lori's not better from her stab wound and <laughs> how much do you think they paid jamie lee curtis to sit in the hospital bed for the 10 minutes that she, <laughs> she was in the screamed movie? in the back of the truck <laughs> yeah but they could they could have filmed that when they made the first one <laughs> <laughs> it's like yeah different shots from the old halloweens like h2o is cut in there it's michael myers <laughs> oh, they do they do have a weird deep fake dr loomis in the flashback scenes yeah <laughs> like a uh, donald pleasant and he, mm-hmm. he talks yep. like uh is it is it michael did he kill again <laughs> <laughs> i thought he sounded like uh donald glover in solo like he was like going for shakespearean (laughs) actor and everyone else is well that's kind that's that's kind of what dr luma sounds like but okay they're the the sound alike they got is just awful stupid asshole (laughs) 
<laughs> just I could do a better Donald Blunt. The one I just did is better than the one that was actually in the movie. <laughs> did he kill again? Did he did Michael kill again? Did he kill again? Eight out of ten for me. <laughs> oh yeah, it was, no, it was great. Yeah, ten out of ten. Can't wait, it. Did it set up for a sequel? No, huh. but there will be. In the sense that Michael Myers didn't die, I guess. <laughs> well, now hold on, and and that's maybe one of the dumbest things at the end of the movie. They literally kill him. Like 17 people beat the ever-loving everything out of this human man with <laughs> one at a time. And bats and blades and guns. And he has been killed, clearly. Uh-huh. And then in, in slow motion, he stands back up and kills each of them one by one. <laughs> but after the movie has effectively ended, like they all like the important people leave, basically. Uh-huh. They're like, well, we did it. They're dusting themselves off. And then, and then, and then Judy Greer is like, I guess I'll go up to his room for some reason. Yeah, and then he kills her. <laughs> the, whole, the only person who has had any sort of real success versus Michael Myers, they kill her, or did they? It's off screen. The more he kills, the more he transcends. <laughs> That's that's an actual line. That's not okay. Yeah, that's what I was wondering. <laughs> There's some good dialogue in this movie. Uh, the sheriff, the old sheriff from the first movie, he's like, he's turning us into the monsters. <laughs> there are, it, and you know, tell me if I'm wrong, but there are two types of line in this film. There are, I'm gonna beat his ass. Yeah, <laughs> and then the other line is, ye gods. What they have done unto us will not be forgiven on this day. Like, no one talks anything between those two. Yeah. Okay. All right. Best part of the movie. So there's a there's like a red herring of a. Is it? Uh, so the penguin from Batman Returns is. I'm listening. He also escaped from from Smith Grove Sanatorium, and. Uh, uh, the same night that that Michael did, and he's uh he's wandering around the town, and the angry mob TM <laughs> mistakes my the penguin for Michael. <laughs> this and, man who has killed people and killed people before was unstoppable back in the original Halloween. Yeah, yeah. Um, he is obviously it was the penguin. It was the penguin. <laughs> <laughs> And so basically he runs up, they trap him in the hospital and he's, he's running up to like the, towards the top of the hospital and, uh, Judy Greer is there and she's trying to help him. But basically the mob, (laughs) the mob basically makes him commit suicide, but it's, then he turns into a block of meat. It's so good. It's this sad, somber music (laughs) as he jumps out the window and it's like, oh man, what a what a terrible thing this mob has done. And then just smash cut to him being completely obliterated <laughs> on the ground in like ten pieces. And then you don't feel bad anymore. You, re- you, re- you are remembered that this movie is stupid. <laughs> and they don't look it like it's like if if somebody took out a hit on Caleb and the <laughs> killer was Shaquille O'Neal. <laughs> and Bobby showed up at Caleb's house, and Caleb was so scared and started shooting Larry at Bobby. Is! Get him! Get him! <laughs> Evil dies tonight, Shaq! <laughs> <laughs> well, what, what we're referencing there is that everyone in the town of Haddonfield, after splitting up and coming back together, uh, all stuff within the lobby of a hospital and start chanting, Evil dies tonight, over and over again. <laughs> so, yeah, ten, you're 10 out of 10. <laughs> uh, what about you, Spencer? What did you do this week? I watched a, a horror film that uh-huh. I really liked. Called Halloween Kills. <laughs> Halloween I gave kills. it a 10 out of 10. <laughs> I, I watched Scream for the first time. Hey. Oh, yeah, we, we watched that. 
Yeah, Scram. I watched it on Halloween night. I really liked it. I will say that no news anchor in existence has started their news broadcast with, Hi, I'm Spencer. Because that's every news broadcast. Hi, I'm Gail Weathers. Who yeah. says hi? Like, anyway. Hello. Hi. Hello, greetings. <laughs> You're going to listen to me now. But like, if that's my thing about it, I, like, I'm, I'm thinking back. I just really liked it. It was good. You know? I don't have yeah. much better yeah, it's to a lot of fun. say about it. I don't know how they're like, what, five? They're about to make the fifth one? Yeah, five cream. <laughs> five cream five cream i don't know how they're about to make five cream and it it if i didn't know any better i would now be interested in watching the mtv show but i've heard it's butt um <laughs> i've seen it it's pretty bad <laughs> is the I've, is the second one good i can see how you could spoof sequels the way they spoofed horror movies with the first one i i like all i like all four of them yeah i do too okay i, I think they yeah, do a good they're job just, they're fun okay I'll have to watch more, but I really like. I think the I think the first one's definitely the best, mm-hmm. but yeah, I like the sequels too. So watch that, and then I have been playing the Guardians of the Galaxy, which is a game that came out in October. Um, does Does Mario play the <laughs> Star Lord in that? No, strangely enough, the only animated character not being played by Chris <laughs> Pratt right now is Star Lord. Is <laughs> Chris Pratt? That's right. Um, and I think that's some of the strength of it. Like it's it's one of those. Where <laughs> it does not feature Chris Pratt. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, all right, all right. <laughs> uh, it's it's a mostly unknown cast, unless you like really know game voice actors. Um, I like the game really voice long. actors. It's it's like the only refuge to escape Chris <laughs> the Pratt. The only place to escape. <laughs> He's everywhere. My yeah, toothbrush is when I like brushing my teeth. It puts Chris Pratt's voice in my head. <laughs> now the Stan Lee cameo in the game is Chris Pratt. I should have mentioned that up front <laughs> um, <laughs> to honor him. <laughs> that that's what he would have wanted to honor chris pratt they let him do the stan lee uh, <laughs> cameo. He's, he's so cool he's he does a really good brooklyn accent so hey i'm stan lee here <laughs> it's a me a stan lee but it's it's good it's uh it's like very very linear and a single player game which is strange you kind of control all of them but um it kind of reminds me of the first movie but what if it was longer and like you got to you know learn more about the different worlds they go to and stuff like that but i could i could see somebody not being into it but i really liked it i'm almost done with it but other than that caleb what did you do this week uh this week i've been playing uh legends of rune terra which is the league of legends card game <laughs> uh, i don't have a lot to say about it <laughs> good or bad do you like it i do like it, it it's very refreshing that it's a video game that is not trying to like milk money out of me not yet <laughs> well uh, this one does a pretty good job yeah i think i think maybe the audience because they just like to buy like skins and stuff the actual card game part of it you get most of it for free it is a free-to-play game so there's still a little bit of that but i, I think i have like six decks and i've only been playing like two weeks which is a big departure so- from all other mobile games where you don't get anything <laughs> until you pay 120 dollars. is it like now, what's the Blizzard one? Hearthstone. Yeah. Is it is the game itself like that? I mean, not the monetization, but like yeah. the game. It, it's it's yeah. It's definitely like Hearthstone. It has sort of the benefit of coming out after it, so it's a little more interesting and a little more paced. I guess is the way I would say it. Hearthstone ended up having to do like formats where you can only use like cards from a year or newer. Oh, uh, like seasonal cards or whatever. Right, and it seems like this game is gonna just have it where you can use all the cards all the time. That's good. But we'll see. I'm sure the way card games go, they'll, <laughs> sure they'll have to continue. Yeah, they'll ruin it somehow. If you can have to, if your plan is to make a game forever with new content forever, at some point it's going to fall apart. 
Uh, disagree. RuneScape's doing just fine. <laughs> Do they add new stuff in RuneScape, or they just keep like remaking it? Yeah, they keep people keep refusing to play the new stuff. Mm-hmm. They just want 2007 Scape back. Well, they they <laughs> did make classic RuneScape, uh, but also they add stuff to that, and so it's literally not classic RuneScape. <laughs> it's I don't know. It's interesting. But you can still bury bones or whatever Bobby liked to do. Mm-hmm. Oh, thank God. <laughs> what, are you boys ready to play some RPG later? Evil dies tonight! <laughs> Evil <laughs> dies tonight! <laughs> Evil dies later. <laughs> Evil dies another day. Evil no times to dies. Well, that clears With that up. Let's go! <laughs> Let's go! There exists a contract that is forever held. No lawyer nor even death can break it. A binding so powerful that even the wisest scholars foundate themselves upon its strength. From the most holy to those that are unspeakably wicked, this covenant's power is wielded by many a variety of people and beast. I speak, of course, of academic tenure. And R.J., your tenure is no less unbreakable. However, after your departure, it took months to clean the blood candle wax from the entirety of the East Wing, and the headmaster has a number of jobs he would like you to do before you get back into his good graces and retain access to the school's libraries and labs. So I'm going to send you three options. Uh, would you mind reading them to the audience and then choosing one, one of the tasks? Yes, I would mind, Caleb. I will not do that. <laughs> All right. Good night, uh, everybody. Let's see. Number one, hand deliver a notebook of Professor Oakleaf's grandson to Professor Oakleaf. Oh, God. It's currently located in a private collection in the eastern city of Stormcrow. Number two, travel to the spire in the western wild. There have been reports of entire fields of wheat disappearing, leaving only dirt behind. And number three, the most harrowing of all assignments, teach a semester of pre-algebra to liberal arts majors. The last guy self-immolated. <laughs> um, and I am certainly choosing Professor Oakleaf's grandson. Go get that Oaks parcel! <laughs> okay. Eno! Yeah? <laughs> oh, sorry, uh, Spencer! Yeah? Oh, sorry, I meant Eno. Yeah. <laughs> what, what would you have done if he chose pre-algebra? <laughs> I guess we'll never know. Yeah, Just fair. erase all these pages here. <coughs> all this studying I did is worthless now. I had a whole stand and deliver arc. Not only did I find <laughs> my TI-84, I downloaded Quad 5 again. <laughs> and Mario. A joke for no one. Yeah, bad Mario. <laughs> Block dude. Uh, Eno, it was your intention to return to the Emporium to inquire about the letters that you've received uh, and the overall mystery in question. However, while enjoying a Bindle's premium at Dranker, uh, you overheard a couple mention that uh, Jaminko is hosting a charity fundraiser at North Pinnacle University. 
Uh, it seems like this was an opportunity to question him directly while avoiding Jermaine Co. Uh, and Eno, what do what what does Eno or sorry Spencer? What does Eno and the hero heads in general think of Jermaine Co? So how how much time has passed in general since uh, the previous since episode? In, since we've been in Pinnacle overall, let's say somewhere in a week. Okay. So he's he's been keeping his ear to the ground, you know. Mm-hmm. If if there's anything about the type of geek that Eno is, it's that you have to find other geeks like you, even if you're not face to face, and you know, figure out what they think so you can find out what you think. <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> Whose opinion are you going to take today? That's correct. Uh, we need a somebody come up with a good fantasy Joe Rogan name. No, I, he knows <laughs> better than that. Um, but. Joe Rodan. Jogan. <laughs> Joe. Oh. <laughs> Joe Rohan. That's pretty oh, good. Darn. I was just going to say Ro Jogan. So. <laughs> I said Stone Jogan. <laughs> These are all good. These are all now characters. They're on a council together. Oh, it's, a, no. it's a trio. It's like the yeah. council. <laughs> Joe Rodan, Stone, Ro- Stone Jogan, and Ro Jogan. <laughs> the Wogan podcast. The Wogan. Stonecast. <laughs> Where they eat elk meat or something. I don't know. I never listened to it. And caulk. But he, where they eat caulk for a living. But he's he's been basically hearing whispers of, you know, he had no reason to dislike Jaminko. In fact, he was kind of like a like a lovable figurehead. A lot of plushies made uh-huh. of Jaminko. But something just ain't right. He doesn't really know what, but he's he's wary. Do we know who uh, was cast as Jamenko in the in the film? Oh, uh, yes. It was uh, Warwick Davis. <laughs> okay. All right. Viola Davis, I thought. <laughs> I, well, that was a stunt actress for the for Warwick Davis. <laughs> am, I, am I with them still? Lloyd? Yeah. There's a, there's a train that heads back to uh, the Western Wild every week. It hasn't quite made it here. Well, boys, I'm going to need you to tell me just who the hell is Jamaica. Because <laughs> I rolled a nine, baby. <laughs> <laughs> So he's basically like this cat guy. And uh, Eno pulls up a picture on his shell stone. <laughs> I point at I point at Felix, uh, like the, like this one. Um, he like looks over at <laughs> <No>. Felix, <laughs> and then he looks back at Lloyd and kind of nods a little bit. <laughs> yeah, basically. Oh, okay. Uh, I, I I do not. Are you? Uh, is he your friend, Felix? No. <laughs> Who this guy? I put to Eno. <laughs> like, I, I thought no. he was. But... <laughs> Well, uh, you said I was a cat man. Uh, are you are you not a, a cat? I, I, I'm. Have you ever seen a cat that looks like this? And I, I do like a full spin. No, but I have not seen a cat man before. It's a bandicoot <laughs> well, he's man. He's not a cat man. He's a cat cat. That's right. He's a man. He's a man cat. He was a man that became a cat. Man's mind. A man cat who body. is a cat. He just yes. keeps waving not a the cat picture. Who is a man. <laughs> he waves you the are the cat. You are again. the cat who is a man. I. Or am... you are the man who is a cat. I'm a fox man. Da, 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 this isn't about how handsome you are. Are you a cat or not? <laughs> I'm the fox, man. <laughs> uh, the waitress says, uh, I'll get your orders in a minute. And <laughs> she walks away. <laughs> she had already asked us what we wanted. <laughs> uh, but basically, he ran the event. Well, runs. the. He looks over at Felix for validation. Like, runs the Adventure Emporium. <laughs> He's our boss? I guess? Well, you know, I'm going to need you to tell me just what the <laughs> hell is the Adventure Emporium because I rolled a three. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, he's, honestly, he's furiously watching uh, Joe Rogan or whatever it's called. 
can, can AirPods in this universe? I'm, I'm watching. I am watching Ro Jogan on my cell cell stone right now. <laughs> Jogan and Jogan and Rogan. Uh, I'm just gonna throw this out there. Uh, podcasts in our universe, it's a medium where it's sound without visuals. Can podcasts in this universe be visuals without sound? Are you just watching? <laughs> yes, yeah, don't cast. Just video. There's three beefy, hairless men laugh at each other. <laughs> Very short, just laughing at each other. And... I cannot. I cannot hear these apes at all. <laughs> That's the idea. Fourth through sixth famous apes. <laughs> we got Coco, Harambe. Ref Sogan. <laughs> oh, how is Chris Pratt? Not in this universe yet. Oh, no. <laughs> Hold the line! <laughs> Dear God, I hope not. <laughs> Keep him out. Uh, but Eno would I guess that is, a, that is a sufficient answer, I guess. What am I doing here, you might ask? <laughs> <laughs> the camera pulls, pulls back to the <laughs> Pretty good in a fight. I mean, if you want to wanna join in with us, it'd be pretty great. What 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 are you guys doing? I I can't I can't imagine what we may have been talking about for the past week. <laughs> I wonder how Blaze is doing. <laughs> <laughs> Starts texting him. <laughs> well, I thought after this we were going to go see Hitler. Do I do I know what uh, what became of Blaze and Peter Portweller and and Super Dude? Super Dude, that's right. Uh, unfortunately, you do not know what happened to uh, Peter Portweller. Uh, you do, however, know that, uh, to his surprise, the Cypress Evergreen that Blaze found was not the one uh, that he was looking for. But he did leave him behind in the Inferno, right? Uh, he did He did kill him, yes. Okay. I mean, he's still bad. He's still a bad super dude. Uh, I never got to figure out what this crown does, or tiara, or whatever it is. Uh, give me didn't you ste- his you headdress. St- you stole it from him, didn't you? I did, That's and yeah. I want to I know if it's... Cool. Give me an intelligence check. <laughs> Give me a charisma check. <laughs> oh, yeah, I guess you just want to know if it's cool. cool. <laughs> yeah, I think it's pretty cool for what it's worth, Felix. Uh, 14. All right, with a, a 14, you do know that it is indeed enchanted. However, you're not sure in what way. But, Felix, would you say it is cool? <laughs> what does it look like? Uh, it is a crown made of these sort of sharpened wood. Uh, it's made to look like it's made of sticks, though it isn't really. It's carved wood. I'm sorry, I don't think it is very cool. No. Um, that I, was your charisma? That was my charisma check, and it is it does not pass the vibe check, I'm sorry. <laughs> What's your vibe score? Um, I, I rolled a, a 15 for a, a roll that's just really for us. Um, Eno rummages in his pocket and pulls out the Pinnacle Pirates cap that he has diligently been sewing together over the last week. <laughs> you see how much you like it. The, the one that got ripped in half. That's right, your headdress. <laughs> With the 15, I mean, you tell me how good of a job he did sewing it back together, Caleb, but... <laughs> uh, it's it's very passable. Yeah, it looks stylish. Um, and Eno goes, yeah, I, I like your new hat. And then he puts it back in his bag. <laughs> Rips it in half again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll put it on. Might as well. Okay. Are we really not doing an arcana check of any sort? Well, we've already determined that it is not cool. <laughs> I rolled an 18 in intelligence. <laughs> I, I tried to figure out what it did. You are able to as well tell that it is uh, enchanted uh, and that if you were to wear it, you know that it would not have immediate effect. Do I know what the effect would be? Unfortunately, no, no background in magic. You are unable to discern it. If only there was someone who did have a background in magic with you guys. <laughs> Guess we gotta go... Meet somebody that way. Wait, don't you who, have a background in magic, Felix? 
I mean, I can do it. <laughs> it's a little sour with us. <laughs> yeah, she's so hungry. <laughs> uh, well, we still have some more to discuss. So you're sort of t- you're sort of talking over her, laying on the table. She 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 lifts <laughs> her starving. her shirt up so her tummies can lay on the cold table since it hurts so bad. Oh no! <laughs> uh, waitress, waitress. Uh, she she heads back over. Are we ready? Can we get can we get some pork stuffers for the table? I don't think we're ready to order meals yet, but some pork stuffers for the table would be good. <laughs> and the little one would lack three Pepsis. <laughs> okay, the usual. All right, guys. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Uh, uh, he looks at her again and goes, we will want individual meals later. <laughs> the usual. All right, guys. Uh, se- separate checks, please. The usual. <laughs> How many times have they come here in a week? <laughs> Drinkers are every, happening place. Every six hours. <laughs> well, I guess none of you have anywhere to stay, so it's not too That's wild. <laughs> they're just effectively homeless, and so they're trying to act like they just really like this bar. <laughs> yeah, there's everyone there are like middle schoolers. <laughs> what? Why? Uh, I don't know. It's Drinkers. It's Drinkers. It's the hip new place. It's like the the soda shack. Is is the waitress a middle schooler? <laughs> I no, she's like a kindergartner. <laughs> the usual. <laughs> she carries a blanket under one arm at all times. Makes it, you would think. Dang it! I keep doing Lloyd. <laughs> <laughs> you would think it makes it tough to be a waitress, but she does a hell of a job. <laughs> Everyone is like puts their hand over their mouth at the potty mouth language you're using. A piss of a job. <laughs> now they all cross their arms and nod and high five each other. Well, in this in this past seven days, we have used all of my cash, so we are going to need to find some different arrangements besides coming here every four point two hours <laughs> in the day. I mean, I guess we could go to the Emporium see if they have any work. I have no more gold to pay Jacoby the cook to let us sleep on the. Or the oil-stained floors. <laughs> there's like a there's like a baby with a bunch of money stuffed in its diaper at the grill. <laughs> he drives a very hard bargain. <laughs> just a baby named Jacoby. I don't know why that's so funny to me. Just sitting on a stool, barely able to hold his head up. <laughs> but he makes he makes a damn good hot dog. A piss good one. Yes. We all look at him. <laughs> Put our hands over our mouth. <laughs> he makes a bastard good one. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, in, in order to uh, sort of make your way to the Adventure Emporium or to uh, get some information from the Emporium, you have you have decided to avoid the direct encounter since uh, you sort of had a bad run-in with the Minotaur. However, uh, word is <laughs> you heard some two your two babies sort of babbling at each other, and you. <laughs> You heard that the Jaminko is hosting a charity fundraiser at North Pinnacle University. Does Lil Sour speak baby? Is that how we discern that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, she, she sort of translates in her broken English, her broken common. I imagine her speaking baby sounds like the, like, leavings of her voice. Right, exactly. Yes, uh, luckily, you the day before the the charity event, you have it uh, on good authority from uh, Twixel and Schwitzel that uh, Professor Oakleaf will be examining 
Now you guys have to help me here. Is it Lacumbo or Columbus? It was Columbus. Columbus is the is yeah. the injured one. Okay, yeah. all right. He will be Professor Oakleaf will be examining Columbus, uh, and Jaminko is said to be in attendance. Uh, you see that Twixel has quickly risen to be sort of a a wonderkind of the chemistry department, uh, and she was able to pull a few strings to get you tickets into the surgical theater. Is there anything you would like to do before heading to North Pinnacle University? Maybe pay your uh, check, we- says the waitress. <laughs> <laughs> but we couldn't really understand her. Because she's she's not enunciating yet. Like at that age, she really it's hard hard for her to get a word in. Here's the thing, gentlemen. If we wait until that small child walks away, we could probably skip out on the check and go see a movie with the with the money that I have left. I heard I heard Ziggy was playing. Have you guys seen Ziggy? <laughs> Man, they really rushed that to production. <laughs> uh, are you surprised? I was looking forward to the Ziggy movie. <laughs> you said something about Hitler earlier, but I mean, I think Ziggy looks pretty good. I saw the trailer. Who? <laughs> well, is that a good who? Or... I don't know yet. I have to see the movie first. We could just do that thing where you pay for one ticket and then you kind of hop theater to theater. As long as we can say that I'm supporting Ziggy and not Hitler with my <laughs> ticket money. <laughs> well, speak for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> He's a big Hitler fan. I am a Hitler head. (laughs) Now, to be clear, this is the Johann Suzuki Hitler side story, yes? That is correct. You know, that thing we have to say once an episode anytime we talk about Hitler, (laughs) just for context. (laughs) Now, is he the tall, gold, effeminate one, or is he the little blue guy with Uh, marbles in him? He is the tall one. The The short one is, uh, oh, man. Seamus Seinfeld Muhammad. <laughs> yes, that is right. That's right. How could I forget? Well, I figure I'll, I'll wait for Muhammad, a Stonewall story, I think. Let's go see Ziggy. <laughs> It'll be so tasteful. <laughs> <laughs> He's just a big fan of Hitler and Muhammad. <laughs> it's it's actually kind of wild that people are fans of both. Usually they're such similar characters. <laughs> that people, like, you, know, you pick one or the other. Yeah. Usually. Yeah. Oh, uh, well, that sounds pretty good. And hold on. She did just lay down for her nap. <laughs> so I think we're probably good. You you think Jacoby will let us leave her here for one more <laughs> afternoon? Or? He's going to, oh, let us live here? Well, that'll no, be leave, leave little Sour here since she lay down for, oh, are you talking about the I'm waitress? Or waitress, ah, yes. yes, yes. Is little Sour moving? <laughs> and she sort of, did we, turned on her back, patting her tummy really loudly. <laughs> Did we get our pork leave or pork stuffings? I turn her over, open her mouth as wide as it'll go, and then dump the three Pepsis in there. <laughs> Rude, now that's energy. <laughs> are you are you full now, little one? Her big muscles pop out. <laughs> bing, bing. <laughs> She's good for at least one adventure of Ziggy. <laughs> yeah, let's let's try and sneak past Jacoby, I guess. <laughs> all right you see you see someone's dimmed all the lights they pulled out those little pads with the attached to a blanket <laughs> that's, that's right it's just burning hot dogs on the grill well it's nap time <laughs> you got when it's time to nap you can't say no you get in trouble we walk out from under the sign that has that written in neon as we leave the park <laughs> when it's time when it's to nap time you got it you can't say no you can't say no all right are you got so are we going to a movie theater now yeah is that, is that the decision I can't stop uh, you. I w- I'd really like to see Ziggy. So. <laughs> yeah. And he does have money. 
Uh, what, what time of day is it? Like, if we go to the movies, can we go to North Pinnacle University after? Or, or sorry, the operating theater after? Yeah, I do need to know what time of day it is. Uh, I, I assume since he's out that it's, like, uh, dusk. Okay. Then, yeah, we can catch maybe the last matinee. <laughs> and, and then miss of uh, the, the day. university. <laughs> the, miss the university completely. That's fair. Well, fine. If, if you guys think this is really important, I mean, eh. <laughs> What do you think, you know? I mean, um, have you seen the trailer for Ziggy? I mean, it looks like a laugh a minute. <laughs> a laugh a minute. <laughs> laugh a minute. I'm going to kill myself. <laughs> Lloyd has a blog <laughs> where he posts about movies. <laughs> He's a very different kind of vampire. Not like all those other movie-hating vampires. But I suppose if you really think that this college business takes precedence, then I suppose it's two against one, unless... <laughs> Unless Felix, <laughs> unless it's two against one in a different unless way. It's... <laughs> uh, um, we, listen, I'm, I'm just gonna let you in on a secret here. Um, do you know about the Dire Rat Bay, sir? What did What did you just say to me? <laughs> it, it is It is a stone site. It's called the Dire Rat Bay, <laughs> and uh, let's just say, and then he looks around, and they're just sleeping toddlers, as far as <laughs> I can see. <laughs> we could uh, we could watch Ziggy. Whenever we want. We can at least see it tomorrow. What day is it? Bloomsday? Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's Bloomsday. Felicia Day? <laughs> Terminator 2 Judgment Day. <laughs> <laughs> I know Felicia Day is one of the days. <laughs> yeah. Daniel Day Lewis. <laughs> yes, I suppose there's always tomorrow. <laughs> he just really there's probably no chance we'll die going to see this operation tonight. <laughs> Absolutely not. So we'll go tomorrow. If we do not go tomorrow, then you will never see me again. <laughs> <laughs> That is a, a specific ultimatum, but I can respect it. And uh, we got a little treat for you for the Ziggy movie. That I'll leave it at that. Some behind the scenes. We killed someone. Oh, <laughs> let's go. <laughs> you see that? You see that little sours uh, like ten miles down the road, running as fast as she can. <laughs> was that Pepsi or Pepsi Blue? <laughs> Look at me. You tell me. It was ma- Mango Pepsi. He just well, running. <laughs> one, one, one of them was. Which one? Uh, the, God, don't say the bottom one. <laughs> it was the, the middle one, unfortunately. You got at least. We still have time. <laughs> yeah, we have to hurry. Right. <laughs> to give her some sort of sedative. <laughs> OD on Pepsi. Yeah, I guess we follow Lil Sour. <laughs> All right. To North Pinnacle. Is that where the operation's happening? Or It is, yes. Okay, okay. Yeah, so uh, after traveling for some time, I, I, you ride Cody all the way to uh, North Pinnacle University. Large uh, transportation dog. Uh, I, I heard his name was Flubbo. No! <laughs> <laughs> his head bends backwards to <laughs> look at you. That's what I heard. I, I did not believe it, though, of course. All right, it, it bends the same, it rotates the same direction, but now it's facing forward. <laughs> Just a spiral. <laughs> <laughs> That was close. <laughs> uh, yeah, so Twixel was able to pull a few strings uh, and get you tickets into the surgical theater. And, and when you arrive at North Pinnacle University, uh, you see that they seem to be setting up for some sort of charity event, Jaminko's large charity event. Mostly workers, uh, but you do notice that there's a, a group of people that have been sectioned off. Uh, you see that they are uh, seem to be chanting something. Some of them are wearing uh, these masks. Evil dies tonight. Evil dies <laughs> tonight. <laughs> they really do not like the Ziggy movie. 
<laughs> is it releasing tonight? Are we missing the midnight well, release of Ziggy? Uh, yes, in fact, we are. And you, you were able to get tickets? <gasps> oh my god! For the Ziggy movie? For the premiere? It is going to be dead empty, son. <laughs> Ziggy is a dead franchise. I am one of the only purveyors of Ziggy, my friend. You take it back right now. <laughs> I love Ziggy. <laughs> People love Ziggy, he says, as people, as there's a mob angry. <laughs> Ziggy <laughs> dies tonight! tonight. <laughs> Ziggy <laughs> dies tonight! <laughs> you might want to keep this under wraps, Lloyd, but do you know that Eno stars in the new Ziggy film? Very funny, Felix. That is, that is a hoot and a holler, if I've ever uh, heard one. <laughs> I turn to Lloyd, stoically, kind of making a face, and I say, I'll kill myself. <laughs> you, su- you saw the trailer, yeah. It was a good trailer. He just shakes his head and looks away. <laughs> I saw the marquee. It says uh, Sam- starring Samuel Shell Jackson and uh, I believe Shelley Duvall. <laughs> I mean, they were in it. And maybe, I, did I see Jeremy Renner on the... Yeah, no, that's, that's something else. <laughs> so, first of all, can, I, can we make out with this group of people? Can we make out what they're saying? <laughs> this group of people I know there's a lot of lips but I'm a big guy I got a lot of love to go around uh, yeah you are able to uh, you see some of them have signs uh, you read that uh, Ziggy dies tonight <laughs> yeah it's about, it's about uh, half and half some of them are angry about Ziggy and some of them are it seems they are protesting uh, one of the signs uh, reads Germanco's Adventure Emporium and then you see some other ones that say keep adventures local <laughs> that's pretty fun and then the rest of them are uh, racial slurs about Ziggy. But I can't, <laughs> I can't say fun. here. <laughs> and, and see, people were really hot on Ziggy until his old tweets came up. <laughs> <laughs> and it's one of those things where it's like, with context, it makes more sense. But even without, con, you know, like, regardless of the context, it's still not good. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I just, I can separate the art from the artist, you know, and I just want to <laughs> see a Ziggy movie. Is that... <laughs> is, is that so wrong, you know? Nope. I know who Ziggy Just, is, and I want to see it on a big screen. <laughs> you will be pleasantly surprised. That's all I'll say. All I'll this say. is the rest of the adventure. <laughs> pleasantly surprised. Just look for a little surprise. A little bit of a surprise. <laughs> hey, I got an 11. Who's What's Jermaine Co.? <laughs> Uh, you know that uh, Jermaineco, you Lloyd, recognize him as the leader of the Wizard Council in Pinnacle, or at least the former leader. Uh, he's pretty notorious for doing a terrible job. I always knew that man as Papa Gold Hat. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard that he loves that, and if you ever see him, you should call him that. I probably will not. Why not? He loves it. I heard that's the way to get to the VIP table. Oh, well. Thanks for the tip, Felix. Oh, you're welcome. <laughs> Felix looks at the camera. <laughs> that does actually lead to my next question. You never answered about making out with those people. <laughs> but uh, really, is there anything that... Um, I'm, I'm basically playing Hitman here. Is there anything that has been set up that we could uh, sabotage or take? Or, you know, otherwise, just because the event hasn't happened yet, can we interact with anything in a way that would help us out? I know that's super vague, but like, what else uh, is there? Sure, yeah, you want to use your, your Eno vision. Give me a focus deck. Right. <laughs> Eno's adventure vision. I see everything. A 16. <laughs> your head explodes. Man, have you guys seen that one Indiana Jones? <laughs> wow. 
So you notice that uh, of these people that are separated, some of them are wearing masks, uh, and you do recognize the masks as the same Guild of Fleet masks. And as you approach sort of the theater, not the movie theater, Lloyd, I know you sit back down. <laughs> yes. You see that uh, Twixel is sort of waving you in, hold, holding the door. Can I, I want to hustle over to that group really quickly okay. and flag one of them down. Like, right before we go in and say, hey, how can I get one of those masks? They seem pretty cool. You, you, you sort of see the, the person uh, get really close to you, uh, and then he's going to try and sneak a mask uh, to you. He has them sort of hidden in his coat. Can I, can I get a couple? I have my own uh, Bella Lugosi mask. I'm just going to put that on. <laughs> okay. Googling Bella Lugosi. <laughs> oh, okay. That makes sense. Uh, yeah, he, he gives you, uh, slips you some masks, and then he also hands you a pamphlet. Hey, thank you. Uh, I I don't know what we say to one another. If we have like a cool handshake, I, I gotta go. And then he runs to where Twixel is. All right. Uh, before you leave, he puts his hand on your shoulder and he says, "No past, no future." Oh, I saw Oak, and he's still running. <laughs> his arms stretching. <laughs> <laughs> it snaps back and hits me. <laughs> thank you. Th- that guy's handing out ziggies, and then you see the mob jump on him. <laughs> you see like arms and legs flying <laughs> stretching all over the place <laughs> all right as you enter the theater you can sort of hear the the chants heck no Germain co ziggy dies tonight <laughs> ziggy dies tonight but you really hear a lot of ziggy dies tonight <laughs> Uh, that's that's what you individually hear though like you want to you hear it in your heart be hearing that right <laughs> Boyd would you give me a focus check? Ten. Okay. Uh, with a ten, once you enter the sort of this theater, uh, you don't notice it at first, but once you really enter into the main atrium, uh, you see what appears to you to be uh, this green fog that is covering the lower part of the atrium, where the we'll call it the stage, sort of the center. It's a large round room that has these bleachers all surrounding it, uh, and in the center, you see that there is sort of this hospital table sort of a surgery table with a cloak over it. It appears to be a figure beneath it. And sort of filling the the bottom area is this green mist. Uh, And not only does it fill the bottom area, it it sort of crawls up a stairway, uh, almost as if it's sort of seeking the outside. What does a 10 in intelligence give me? All right, uh, with a a 10, uh, you you do, in fact, though you don't know what it is, you recognize it as this sort of uh, mist that was emanated from your sire boys yeah you stay here watch the little one wait is little sour here uh yeah she's sort of uh shaking she's sweating all over the place now from her sugar crash (laughs) (laughs) did we get the pork stuffings to go or did nap time happen first (laughs) oh no that you see there's just a a, that cuts back to drank or just a flaming pile of (laughs) pork stuffings on the grill next to a baby oh <laughs> next Very to close to a yeah, yeah, he's just next breathing to breathing really deeply in and out next to this black soot <laughs> flying past his head. Uh, Jacoby can take it, dude. He's he's surly. <laughs> he's a surly baby. Uh, hang tight, little one. I'll get you another Pepsi from the vending machine. <laughs> that will solve this problem permanently. <laughs> uh, I'm running. I'm gonna chase after the the fog. Okay, you're gonna head outside or inside? You said it was going upstairs. Uh, it seems like it is billowing across the, the theater, uh, but it does seem to strangely creep upstairs uh, towards the door that you are coming out of. So yeah, I guess I'm going to look and see if I see it outside. 
Yeah, and as you do examine it, you see that once it reaches outside, it does seem to dissipate as if it's sort of floating off into nothing. Okay. Well, then I guess I will head back inside and see if I can find uh, where it starts. Okay. Uh, give me a focus check. That is a six. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Unfortunately, though, though there is the majority of it sort of sitting in the center, uh, you're unable to pinpoint exactly where the, the origin of the the mist is. Well, do I see a vending machine anywhere? Uh, yes. I'd like to go get another Pepsi. <laughs> okay. They only have Coke. Uh, that's fine. <gasps> okay. I'll drink the Coke. <laughs> in front of her? <laughs> no, I drink it before I go come back over. And I'm sorry, they didn't have any Pepsi. <laughs> oh, I see. Okay. <laughs> you see your eyes are dilated. <laughs> <laughs> what? What was that? <laughs> I, I uh, snap in front of her eyes. <laughs> All right. She just takes a seat. All right. Uh, <laughs> I guess I pick her up off the convention floor and put her on my uh, shoulders. Okay. In the theater, uh, you do see that Twixle is there. You see that Twixle sort of wearing this uh, very smart outfit, sort of a brown button-up. Uh, and you also see that Schwitzel is there, uh, but Schwitzel is wearing uh, sort of an oversized Bob Marley t-shirt and SpongeBob <laughs> pajama bottoms. Uh, and you notice... A... How's it? Go ahead. I was just going to say, how's it hanging? Oh, it's fine. Oh, I thought you were either really vibing... But it seems like you're you're not really vibing. <laughs> it is a pleasure to meet you, little one. Oh, uh, you see that uh, Schwitzel sort of gives us her hand fancily for you to kiss it. Uh, I kiss it. Okay. I have never seen a lovelier gnome than you. <laughs> Twixel looking almost identical standing next to Schwitzel. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here too. And Twixel puts out her hand. Uh, I kiss it. You are very nice. <laughs> <laughs> This is our friend Lloyd. Nice to meet you. Put her there. I'm Twixel. And I'm Schwitzel. And we are two people. Two people. Yes. Two distinct personalities. (laughs) (laughs) You know, you do notice, uh, sort of out of the corner of your eye, across the theater, there's a sort of a a gaggle of what you assume to be our freshman wizards, based on the length of their tiny capes. And you see that they're crowding around uh, what appears to be a cat. Ooh, okay. Can I make my way to them, or are they, like, too <laughs> packed? Uh, it's fairly packed. You might be able to make your way over there. Most of them are humans and elves, so none of them okay. none of them are quite as intimidating as you. Okay, yeah, I just want to be able to see better what's going on or hear what they're talking about. Would you like to stealthily do so? Yeah, that's a good idea. I'll try. Right. For what good it'll do? Seven. <laughs> okay. Uh, you you sort of uh, slyly slink uh, start down the stairs. You try that move where you like the stairs are full, so you try to step over the chairs to get down, and then you sort of stumble and crash into the the pile of people, uh, knocking a bunch of them over. Uh, you hear a bunch of screams, and then you do you land sort of uh, face first, right to the floor, right next to the cat, and you see that he's wearing sort of this black suit. Has these large sort of uh, shoulder pads, and it has uh, slicked back hair. Who inconspicuous? <laughs> What's this uh, all about? Oh, uh, hello, sir. Do I recognize this as the Jaminko that hired us? Give me an intelligence check. Very different. If so, that is a ten. Uh, certainly, this is the talking cat that you that you would recognize. Although his description is uh, much more different, you see that uh, this cat, his uh, beard is braided. 
He seems like he is very well put together, uh, which is kind of the opposite of what Jaminko is known for. Hello, my name is Goofo. <laughs> uh, hello, Goofo. Hi, um, I, I'm just here cleaning things up a little bit. Anything you need cleaned? So he's thinking about how this guy, you know, sent a minotaur to kill him. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think no? We're, we're all good here, Goofo. Oh, all good? All right. You keep doing if your you, thing, if, Goofo. That's the that's the plan. I, hey, but I can only do it as much as you tell me to. If if you got grime, get Goofo. Like they say. That is what they always say. <laughs> Have you made it over here, Lloyd, or are you giving commentary? <laughs> I'm telling Felix. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just really quietly from across the room. <laughs> to be fair, that <laughs> is what they say. I mean... <laughs> Felix is confused, but I guess I, I I guess they do say that. He's just gonna like back away and kind of scamper away quickly. <laughs> All right. Hey, Felix, do you remember that cat guy? I thought we had this discussion. <laughs> Felix is the no. cat. No, he's a he's a fox man. That's a twelve. I mean, he is certainly a foxy man. I will not <laughs> deny this. We can all agree on that. Does a fox have ears like these? Felix yes. points to his ears. I don't. Yeah. I do not know. Have a tail like this. <laughs> You ever seen Tail this fluffy? I have Do foxes seen a, exist I, in this universe or just foxmen? I have seen cats with very now, fluffy as, tails, I will say. As far as people, That's all I will say. As far as Felix. That's all that I'll say. <laughs> 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 Nothing else. <laughs> and that is it. <laughs> Alright, let's go. Wait, as what far as this one knows, I'm really fox man. <laughs> as far as Felix knows. But do foxes exist, like the animal? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Do turtles exist? I don't know. The great planet Yorgington is <laughs> home to a many a creature. <laughs> Both animal and man. Oh, sorry. Pro- yeah, Professor Oakleaf just walked up. Is he here? He can be. He can be. Uh, sure. <laughs> he, you, you, you see, like, he's trying to, like, weasel his way into this conversation. Are you going to, like, <laughs> verbally uh, recognize that? H- Hello, Professor Oakleaf. Hello, I I suppose I don't know your name. Uh, Ferdinand. Ferdinand, oh, that's a lovely name. Greek, well, I mean, am, Greek. I, am I correct? Or Korean, perhaps? Uh, I mean, a little bit of both. <laughs> I whispered uh, to Eno, what did you say your name was? Goofo. <laughs> Goofo. And I am Bufo, <laughs> and it is lovely to meet the lot of you for the first time. And I look at Felix and Eno. <laughs> Wait, hold right. on. Never seen these guys before in my life. Well, it seems like we're four men, four scholars here to just learn what we can. That's what it's all about. That's what it's That's all right. about. Speaking of learning things, I take off my uh, headdress. Just off the top of your head, could you, do you know what this does? I Actually, it is just off the top of your head, my friend. <laughs> oh, Dufo! <laughs> everyone, this guy's a firecracker. clapping. Yeah, yeah. Bufo is the name. Actually, that is Bufo. very funny. I'm yes, sorry. it it is fine. <laughs> well, my my name is Professor Oakleaf. I'm I'm a professor here at the university, and I am very glad to take a look at this. I I know immediately that this is a Cypress Evergreen original. Where did you come about this? Uh, I won it in a bet. Oh, I've found myself with a wild group of men here. Well, we all know that the Cypress Evergreen headdress gives you the power to turn invisible when spoken the correct words. Oh. And what would those be? Ah, it is different for every Cypress. Perhaps you could ask him. 
Perhaps I we, could. We probably should, yes. <laughs> but uh, I put it on. I think we have a Cypress here. Uh, uh, little boy. And you see, the, you oh, see no. that there's a very young Cypress Evergreen with a tiny cape on that comes over. Uh, here's my, my prize student. He calls himself Little Boy. <laughs> Bufo <laughs> is the name. <laughs> Bufo. I'm Goofo. Uh, <laughs> it is mighty fine to meet you, little boy. Well, it's it's nice to meet you too. Is something wrong with your throat? Yes, it was it was cut. It, I I don't oh. like to talk about it. Why why did you not mention that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm I'm very sorry. Sometimes I just forget about it. But you said he's very good. Can he like do all the evergreens? Know what the words are? Uh, unfortunately, he only knows. Uh, his own. Well, I'll trade you. <laughs> I'll trade mine for his. It's a pretty good idea. Well, I, I don't know about that. It took me many years to make this. If you were going to come up with a secret passphrase to activate said helmet, uh, do you do you know what kind of phrase you would use? Well, in my timeline, everything was on fire, so my <laughs> password was "Give me the water." Wait, so they're phrases? Yeah. Well, mine was. I, I guess I don't know. Hold, hold on, Felix. Can I try your hat quickly? Hang on. I, I, got, I got an idea real quick, though. Okay. If I can do it first. Yes, you can, but no. Hey, I, I just gotta see if this works. You want me thinking the same thing? Maybe. Probably. Probably. I put it on, mm-hmm. and I say, uh, Go, go, super dude! <laughs> and immediately, Felix disappears. <gasps> wow! <laughs> I grab, I throw my arms around Eno. <laughs> I throw my arms in the air. How do I turn it off? Ah! <laughs> That's unique to everyone. <laughs> Use the same phrase. Oh, uh, go, go, super dude. <laughs> All right, and you reappear. Oh, you know super dude? Yeah, I won it from him. Oh, so, uh, super dude must be in a pretty bad place to give that up. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't know. Or a really good place. He is probably you know? in a better place. <laughs> <That's> right. <laughs> well, I hope so. He last time I saw him, he just broke the world record for deadlifting. He he is a drunk. <laughs> he is He is a deadlift. That is certainly true. <laughs> he was quite the specimen. He was a super dude. Sticks all the way up his ass, yeah. <laughs> I'm not familiar with that phrase. <laughs> oh, you haven't been to Farfield. <laughs> um, so, Professor Oakley. Yes, it was, uh, what was your name again? Uh, Ferdinand. Ferdinand, yes. And I am Bufo. <laughs> and I am Bufo. Bufo, 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 Okay. Bufo. 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 my name. B like Bufo, baby. So, are you, are you the Goofo? That's that's from when you got gunk, get goofo. I believe it is got grime, get goofo. I've seen those commercials before. Ziggy in the, the movie trailers. <laughs> he starts blushing. The very same. Oh man, we're missing Ziggy. That is what I said, little boy. <laughs> it's gonna be, it's gonna at least play like one one more time. No, they never. Just <laughs> that depends on how well it is received. <laughs> The only showing of Ziggy the movie. <laughs> uh, and they continue to stand as awkwardly as... <laughs> as we are sitting. 
<laughs> I, I still want to, I would tell Felix about seeing Jaminko and how he is really different now and, and weird. Has he always been a cat? Yeah, but not like, not as cool. You Profe- know? Professor? I'm <laughs> oh, sorry. I'm so sorry. Hey, I'm so sorry. I it is, it is fine, Goofo. When oh you, my god! When you got grime, get Goofo. <laughs> well, it seems that I am the grime. You he are the grime. On the floor. <laughs> Sometimes when you get Goofo, you get grime. But that is it, what they prof- say. Professor Oakley. Oh, yeah, sorry. I was, <laughs> I was about to walk away. Well, so, have you noticed anything different with the Emporium recently? Well, yes, it was very sad that uh, Petite resigned, but I'm sure she's she's got something planned. I don't know if you know this, but my grandson, he's uh, sort of a famous member of the Emporium. I, I, I was about to ask you about him. What is, what's he up to now? What is his name? Oh, his name is Cecil. Does he own Dranka? You've been to Dranka. We have slept in Dranka. <laughs> <laughs> is the baby still behind the, the hot... <laughs> You know he is. Uh, For now. Even after all these days. We'll see if it's still there when we get back, but for now he is. Doctors say it is stunting his growth irreparably. (laughs) He's actually 45 years old. I heard that the other day. Can you believe that? (laughs) He cannot speak. (laughs) I heard it from someone else because he certainly did not tell me. Uh, Well, these days, speaking of Cecil... (laughs) Uh, Yes, yes, back to Cecil. How long has it been since you last saw your son, your grandson? Since I last saw him, oh, maybe about four months. He came back for a visit. He's a good boy, but you know him. He's a a big adventurer now, so he's off in the eastern continent doing some research. He looks positively handsome on those, on the Dranka billboards. (laughs) I have to admit, he does not take after me. No, he does not. <laughs> I am one <laughs> ugly man. <laughs> I did not want to be the first one to say it. Can can we, is he actually ugly or are we negging him right now? <laughs> he kind of just looks like a normal guy. <laughs> <laughs> so, normal is there any way we could get in touch with him? With Cecil? Yeah. You know his cell stone number. Oh, well, I don't think I can just give that out. I'm, I'm sure you understand. I don't. <laughs> well, he he likes his privacy. Do you do you boys know Cecil? I mean, I'm just I'm a- I I do not know anyone at this convention because I am simply Bufo. <laughs> I may or may not know Cecil's uh, full legal Christian name. That's right, Christianity exists in this world, <laughs> um, and blood type. But I don't know him personally. Wait, can you say blood type again? Stone type. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, you said blood type. I, I did. Say it again. Blood type? Wait, he closed his eyes. Now say it again. Blood type? Are you the president of the Heroes of the High Realm fan club? <gasps> his face just goes cold. <laughs> Go- Goofo? <laughs> I get that all the time. Oh, huh, that's very strange. But I am Goofo, actually. <laughs> when you got grime, get Goofo. Get Goofo. That is that's what right. they always say. Well, I guess it must just be must just be me. That guy is a jackass. Yes. <laughs> I'm sorry I didn't mean to offend you, Goofo. <laughs> well, you did. <laughs> Let's move on. Which, which way is your office for no particular reason? <laughs> <laughs> I, well, I think it's about time to get the show started. What about you, little buddy? Little boy? 
That doesn't that doesn't affect his question at all. Please Answer tell us it. the it's name. The least you can do. Please <laughs> tell think, us the I name of his office. We've had enough here, gentlemen. Please tell us where your office is. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I rolled a seven per, uh, <laughs> to compel him to tell us where the office is. <laughs> all right. Yeah. You, what does it look like when you try to compel people? Uh, I like, put a hand on his shoulder and stared deeply into his eyes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. He sort of uh, politely taps it as he continues to walk away and takes uh, little boy with him. Uh, I'm going to, can I, I'm going to, excuse me, if I need to, I need to run to the restroom really quick. Oh, he has to piss something fierce. <laughs> oh, man, I gotta go. <laughs> are you just it's, talking to me? Uh, uh, now now they are s- just walking away. <laughs> do we see any of those big, like, you are here signs of like a map of the, <laughs> of the area? Uh, no, unfortunately, you do you do see that there is sort of a, a the signage that has a, a picture of restrooms, and it says Hall B, and there's an arrow that points to a, a doorway. Oh, the butthole, <laughs> where the restrooms generally are in a building <laughs> like this. Well, uh, if you need to go piss, then we'll wait for you here. Yeah, wink, I'm, and then I wink at him. Okay. <laughs> so I'll head to the restroom, and I'll go in a stall, or uh, yeah, and I'll say, uh, Go, go, super dude. <laughs> <laughs> Right, and you do turn invisible. I stealth up. I gotta look for Professor Oakleaf's uh, office. Okay. Do you head to Hall B? The but the butt hall. <laughs> is that where it is? I'm I'm not sure. Do you know where his office is? Is there not a map? Uh, no, there is not. I gotta go to the. <laughs> is there a kiosk anywhere? <laughs> yeah. What about the arts and sciences? What about the sorry arts and science magics and magics? department <laughs> yeah you you yeah you do you do see that there's sort of uh some arrows pointing in the general direction you see that there are five magics listed there's magics with a ck and one with an x and one with a c and they all point in different directions uh out of hall b <laughs> I'll, I'll do magics with the k first <laughs> okay i'm i'm in the <laughs> the main part of the building checking my watch to see if we can make it to ziggy <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, you see outside of the window, it looks like they're doing like a, a drive-in special at the college. You can just, it's like slanted. You can barely make out Ziggy. <laughs> I, I press my face against the glass <laughs> to see if I can get a better angle. Ziggy, because he, because it's uh, sort of slanted, he's thinned down. And he looks just like a normal person instead of a potato monster. <laughs> <laughs> right, is, is your plan to just search every room, Felix? Surely... An esteemed professor like Professor Oakleaf would have, like, is he just a professor there? Or is he, like, the dean of magics and magics? Uh, he's just a professor. What is? Are there any of the rooms labeled? Uh, you do see that m- most of them are just labeled with numbers and letters to identify them. Uh, every now and then you do pass one that has a name, but they do seem to be scattered throughout the building. Uh, is, it, is anybody around? Uh, no, it, it seems like it's late enough. Maybe one in 15 has uh, someone studying or someone working on something in an office. Are the doors locked? Yes, the majority of them are. Yeah, I'll just search another hall. Okay. Eno, do you go with them? Uh, I, I put an arm on Eno. Let the man piss in peace. <laughs> yeah, I think I would just want to scope out where we're currently at and let him do his thing. Okay. Are there any more named NPCs in this area? <laughs> <laughs> uh, not currently named, no. You see that m- most of them are, are students and uh, most of them wear these capes. He recognizes uh, to signify they are students of magic. What kind of magic? Magic with a C, with an X. Uh, give me an intelligence check. 11. A 17. With a 17, uh, you do know that the magics are sort of 
functionally all the same. It's mostly politics that separates them. Uh, all the students here are from all different disciplines. Uh, okay. Uh, you see that Professor Oak Leaf. casually leaps into the center of the room uh, as if uh, he's about to start a demonstration. I I tear myself away from Ziggy. <laughs> <laughs> you see that it's the it's like a love scene. I uh, so I prop my I prop my cell stone against the window to see if I can catch it while I'm uh I'm <laughs> just gonna record while I okay, uh, yeah. while I watch the presentation. Looks kind of familiar, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I cannot see a damn thing, you know. <laughs> it's gonna be a good recording. You two yelling in the background. That's. <laughs> What's, what's the uh, stone site that it's going to be on? Diorat Bay. Diorat Bay, yeah. All right, uh, do you take a seat or do you continue to stand by the doorway that Felix went through to Hall B? Uh, is everyone sitting? It does seem like uh, he sort of, Professor Oakleaf puts his hands up and you see that the majority of people start to find their seats. Uh, yeah, I guess I, I guess we should sit down then. Okay. And we'll save a seat for Felix. And Eno looks to the empty seat and goes, Felix, I can't tell if you're there. But if you are, hey, raise your hand. <laughs> Did anyone else see the like the bathroom door open by itself? <laughs> Eno waves at the bathroom door. <laughs> All right. While Felix searches, uh, Professor Oakleaf puts his hands up and the, the audience sort of comes uh, quiet. They go to a silence. You see him sort of dramatically and silently take a shot glass out of his jacket pocket. <laughs> and then he's going to... Walk over the sink, turns it on high, sort of comically splashing all over himself as he dips the small shot glass under it, filling it with water. A small giggle comes from uh, Eno. <laughs> <laughs> <All right>. <laughs> <laughs> he takes the shot glass and then he holds it high up in the air and then he slowly pulls the cloth that is covering the figure. And Eno, you recognize it as Columbus. Am I getting that right? Yes. <laughs> Columbus. Well, actually, unless this is a big reveal, you you tell me. <laughs> uh, no, you do. Yeah. If it's the, do I recognize okay. it as the correct name, Columbus? Is really my question. Yes. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you do recognize it as Columbus. Uh, it seems like there there's sort of these uh, a very thin papery cloth has been placed over him, sort of covering the majority of him, uh, with the exception of his back, uh, which you now see both of you, uh, sort of this blackened skin that is emanating this green mist. Professor Oakleaf dramatically places the shot glass on the back of this figure, uh, and then he sort of taps his foot, looks at his watch, uh, and you see that the ice begins to slowly freeze, uh, and you, you hear, sort of hear some some gasps from the audience. He then puts on this very thick glove and grabs the shot glass. You see that in the corner of the theater, there's been this large oven, almost like a kiln. Uh, he sort of opens it up and hot air flies out of it with a pair of pliers he grabs this red hot container and places the glass into the container <gasps> almost immediately the glass melts but the ice inside does not uh, and again you hear some gasps from the audience i do not get it <laughs> do you, uh, you know what oh he was he wasn't he was watching ziggy <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he, he, he has a front of cell stone. His phone oh. is pointed at uh, Boyd's <laughs> phone. <laughs> He's watching. Wow, 18p resolution. <laughs> uh, then Professor Oakleaf speaks. You see, whatever this is, this sort of burning cold freezes anything it touches. 
and anything that is frozen cannot be unfrozen. You see that he wheels in, he gestures to these assistants, and they wheel in this large uh, rectangular shape covered in a cloth. He pulls away the cloth to reveal a, an enormous cube of ice, uh, and you see that at the bottom of the cube of ice, there is a small shot glass. Not 24 hours ago, I placed a very similar glass of frozen water into a fish tank, a large fish tank, and now the entirety of the fish tank is frozen. And, and as, as he speaks, you see that the chunk of ice is sort of uh, steaming. Uh, this fog is coming off of it, not a green fog, but sort of a natural just from the coldness of the ice. Uh, Felix, what are you up to? I go down the one with the C, magics with a C. <laughs> okay. And just see if I see any nameplates above any of the doors. Okay, and you do in fact see that there is a... Do you know Professor Oak's first name? Professor Oakley? Oakleaf? Uh, either one. Let, let, let's, well, actually, let's, let's cut to uh, Cecil real quick. He's like uh, fighting off like a dragon babe in a bikini. <laughs> Professor oh, yeah? Oak's first name is Sam. Sam. Yeah. For what it's worth. Okay. Uh, and he's just, you know, it's this is every day for him. So he he's just thinking about his grandpa and what his first name might be. <laughs> uh, Are you a boy or a girl? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, Her- Herbert. Herbert Oakley. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Herbert. All right. And, and and as you blow a hole in the dragon lady's head, the crowd oh. the crowd cheers. What? Why am I it's killing like a gladiator? her? <laughs> well, she was trying to kill you. That was bikini armor, to be fair. Man. 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 That's sexy. <laughs> Man, that's hot. Says Lloyd as he watches a tiny pixel of Ziggy make him up. We don't remember filming that. <laughs> Uh, you do, in fact, see that there is a listing for Professor Herbert Oakleaf. We'll see if I can pick. See, we'll see if it's unlocked. Uh, unfortunately, it is not. I gotta pick it. You got a bone to pick with me? Then pick it. <laughs> Says the lock. <laughs> <laughs> Bobby, are you playing the lock? I'll play the lock in this okay. one. Yeah. Well, pick it. <laughs> <laughs> this lock is just daring you, Felix. <laughs> well, well, well. It seems that the lock has some sort of invisible vision. We'll see if I can pick it. Use my nail to pick it. Okay. Spencer, do you want to play one of the tumblers? <laughs> 15. Oh, hello. Is someone <laughs> picking me? <laughs> They're going to try to pick it. All right. With a, with, with a 15, you are able to, with some effort, <laughs> knocking the tumblers up and down. <laughs> oh. oh. <laughs> you are. Could you guys be quiet? What's wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> Who said that? <laughs> Every episode, I think it's the weirdest episode we've done. <laughs> All right, with with enough effort, uh, you are able to unlock the door. And I will say that uh, the tumbler that I was playing is dead. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, this is a busted lock. <laughs> you killed him! You killed him! Shut up! It wasn't me. You don't even know who this is. Oh. Remember me. <laughs> They can fix locks! <laughs> well. Just go. I, 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 we, I've, we, I've already gone. Yeah, we, we cut to like, there's like a little... You've done enough. A little house with like a white picket fence and like a, a, t- a tumbler <laughs> and military outfits walking up to the door. <laughs> and then Felix gets in the, the door. Uh, inside you see that it is a relatively small office. Uh, it appears to be uh, functional in nature. It's not lavish by any means. 
The walls are covered in books. There's sort of a <laughs> stack of folders on the table. It's quite messy. There's sort of a half-eaten cooler on a coffee filter in the corner. I'm sorry, I'm still stuck on this. <laughs> the family being notified. <laughs> <laughs> this is Tumblr. We have some terrible news. <laughs> well, no, they they don't have to say anything as soon as they see the officer. Yeah, yeah. Like I am, I'm imagining it. The shot, like the production value, just skyrockets for it. Like there are a lot of establishing shots of the house and like the really deliberate, a slow pace. So yeah, it, like a, a mom and like two, a one mom Tumblr and two smaller tumblers <laughs> r- frolicking around. That she hears a knock on the door. Well, who could that be <laughs> this time of day? And one of the kids is like, don't worry, mom, I'll get it. <laughs> it could be dad. <laughs> then she drops the glass that she was cleaning and watch it. With the camera follows it, hits the floor and just shatters into a million pieces. Ma'am, I'm sorry to tell you this. Con Air 2. Big letters appear on the screen. Con Air 2, colon. Took a tumble. <laughs> <laughs> that was one of the trailers before Ziggy the movie, I think. <laughs> it cuts back to Lloyd, and he's like, yeah, that's probably what it was like. <laughs> so, uh... <laughs> the folders, are any of them labeled? Yes, they, they sort of have... You recognize them as uh, names of classes. He probably teaches. Are there any desk drawers? Uh, there are. I gotta go through them. Right, and and likewise, you do find that there are mostly papers. Uh, you open a bottom drawer, and in there, you you find this sort of fancy wand. It appears to be made of uh, a blackened wood. Well, I gotta take it. I love taking things. <laughs> All right, when you grab the wand, as you sort of uh, go to put it in your pack, you see that it has stained your hand black. Oh, like it is some sort of charred wood. Okay, not like a curse or anything. Uh, give me an intelligence check. More focus check. 18. All right, with an 18, you do recognize that the this wand is, in fact, magic, but uh, a pretty traditional sense. Even, even you were able to see that it's a normal wand. Uh, it probably came from... Yeah, even you. <laughs> even even dumb old Felix. Uh, he, he knows that it's a, sort of your, your average everyday magical wand, but it has been burned, it would, just, it would seem. I'm going to take it. All right. What about the other drawer? Any, anything pertaining to Cecil at all? No, unfortunately, you don't see anything. Well, can I go to, is, where's the, like, the administration office for this wing? It would be near the assign, yeah. So you, you passed by it when you were searching the rooms. Okay. I'll head back to that and see if, see if there's anything there. Go check that room out. Okay. You notice that the dean's office is attached to the, sort of the front office and the secretary. Uh, and you are able to, uh, it seems like the, they are open, able to get in. And you do, in fact, see, after some searching, on the dean's desk... Uh, there does appear to be, you notice a paper that rec- that says the name of Cecil on it. It's sort of, a, uh, it seems like a personal note, maybe a reminder, that RJ was sent to get a notebook of Cecil's. They believe that it, it has some information, some connection to the mist that is emanating from the goblin that they've obtained. Well, if that's, if that's all I got, no cell store numbers or anything, I go back to meet up with the guys. Okay. Uh, and, and as you walk back to them, you do see that Lloyd's phone is, for some reason, setting on a window. <laughs> I'd like to, before I come back, I want to make sure that I re- lock, like, tidy up Professor Oakleaf's room. Okay. And lock the door before I leave. Okay. And you'll try. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, and you you do notice, uh, you're lucky to sort of double back, but you see that there are these black paw prints all over the office. 
but you are able to clean most of them up, smudge them out. But how will you lock the door? I assume it's a button lock. <laughs> you you try to press it and it just pops back out. If only you hadn't murdered one of those tumblers. <laughs> <laughs> Here, just a faint sobbing. All right, I go back to meet. Uh, I gotta. Oh, I gotta wash my hands. You go back in the bathroom. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I try to like elbow all the doors. Yeah. Try to open the doorknob with two elbows. Yeah. Give me a dexterity check. <laughs> ten. <laughs> Right, with a 10, you are unable to do it with your elbows. It's a rounded doorknob? It is. Oh, God. Do it with your mouth. Do it with your mouth. Do it with your mouth. I have to do it with my mouth. (laughs) Mouth dies tonight. (laughs) Mouth dies tonight. 15. All right, with a 15, you are able to open it with your mouth. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you, uh, you know, you're keeping an eye on the bathroom door. You sort of see it start being covered in drool and (laughs) tooth marks. Scratching Ooh. the patina off of it. I, I thought it was a metal doorknob. It is metal. Felix isn't that nasty. <laughs> but it's just old, no, it's just an old uh, doorknob. You're actually cleaning it. Perfect. <laughs> Everybody always washes their hands when going into and leaving the bathroom. Magic is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> all right, and you do make it into the bathroom and are able to wash your hands easily enough. With how we all know how they do that in this universe, and that is by a a, a towel named Jefferson, played by Bobby. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Would you like to dry me? <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, sorry, because I'm going to dry you. Oh. <laughs> and then I rub him. I rub all over his hands. Actually, I'm still invisible, so he just is in towels grabbed by an invisible. No, thing. no, 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 oh, no. He's got Ta- his- towels have true sight. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Everybody knows that. There, there are, are two you about objects to leave here without washing your hands. <laughs> There are exactly two objects that always have true sight. That's in the rule book, David. You should have read it. Towels and door locks. They're like the Eternals. They're the strongest beings in the universe, but they've sworn to not interfere in our, our mortal affairs. Yeah, the old gods, if you will. They, the towels and the locks existed before humanity. Oh, so there was a bitter war. So Never Felix the two shall like, meet. Felix has wounded an old god. By killed killed one. Oh, each time is a god? Yeah. Uh, go, go, super dude. All right. And you I'll walk out of the bathroom. Have a good day. Thanks. Man, I feel better. I was in there a you, long you, time. You see the professor. You don't want to go in there. It's having a, a silent show. My God, I feel good after that dump. When you gotta go, you gotta go. Yeah. I just say every cliche as I walk back. <laughs> this is, yeah, and Lloyd, like, later this night is watch, trying to watch uh, Ziggy yeah. on his phone. <laughs> One for drinking, two for stinking. <laughs> what does that mean? I've never heard that one. <laughs> it's, a, it's a far field one. You wouldn't know. Uh, that's fair. Stick all the way up his butt. <laughs> all right. Uh, Professor Oakleaf has uh, sort of uh, spoken. Uh, you don't quite make it out. It's lots of technical jargon. Uh, it's lots of Felix yelling over it. <laughs> yes, until you, you hear lots of poop talk coming from Hall B. <laughs> uh, momentarily, the audience turns to look at Felix uh, before turning back to Professor Oakley. Got an alibi. Is Jamenko listening to this? Uh, he is. You, you see, he's got uh, a notebook out and he's taking notes. And I, well, I think that is the presentation for today. I'd like to thank all of you. And there, there will be uh, 
treats in Hall D just this way. Uh, and if you will, and then he, he is interrupted by this loud noise. And you see that the large ice block has a crack in it. Uh, it seems like one of the corners has, has cracked away and it uh, begins to fall to the floor. When it does, it smashes on the ground and you see this uh, figure almost uh, appear out of the crushed ice. A very small creature, bony, in a fetal position almost. The crowd is silent uh, and you start to see it move. Uh, you see one arm sort of reach out from the this sort of curled up figure. And then three more, and you, you realize that it is a, a four-legged creature. Uh, and then two more limbs stretch out into these sort of small wings. And you, you realize that it is appears to be some sort of small wyvern or dragon. Can we tell what color it is? Uh, it appears to be made of ice. Uh, and, and as you see it sort of start to stand up, uh, its eyes now blink, and you see that they are glowing green. Uh, will you give me intelligence checks? Nine. Fourteen. Fifteen. Okay. With fourteen and a fifteen, you know that uh, uh, this creature, in fact, is almost a an exact replica of a dragon, though much smaller, maybe about the size of uh, a slice of medium pizza. <laughs> Eno would speak up, and he's starting to stand up and draw his warhammer, and he goes, Oh, hey, Professor, I'm sorry to interrupt. I am going to kill this thing. I will destroy it. <laughs> and he's just, like, making his way toward this dragon. Just Goofo, no! Nope. nope. <laughs> Was that is that supposed to happen? You talk. I guess you're asking little sour. She's the only one left there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I guess so. She's catatonic. <laughs> yeah, she's just all white. I'm sorry, they did not have Pepsi. <laughs> uh, Papa needs Pepsi. <laughs> Papa will get Pepsi later. <laughs> it's always so cute when she says that. <laughs> foaming at the mouth, <laughs> but it, it's clearly Pepsi Fizz. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but yeah, Eno, unless uh, hindered in some way, is trying to smash this little demonic eye sculpture. <laughs> does uh, does Herbert look perturbed at the situation? Uh, yeah, he's going to leap between uh, Goofo and the creature. He, he's not going to try and push through him. Professor, you've studied this ice more than anybody now. You have to know this isn't good. Well, we have to give it time. We have to. We have to study it. We have to give it time to kill us all. It, he turns around and goes, evil dies tonight. <laughs> evil dies tonight. Evil dies tonight. Thank you, Lloyd. Evil. Ev e Who? Anybody else. That's Bufo. Uh, my name is Bufo. <laughs> I'm so sorry. We have not met. Like we have not met before tonight where evil is going to die. <laughs> Bufo. Anyway. Yes. I am going to. Can I get arrested if I kill this? <laughs> I'm going to start trying to usher people uh, away from this situation. <laughs> All right. You, you see that a lot of the, the students, some of, some of them are running away, but a lot of them are pulling out wands, sort of being uh, quite presumptuous. Are you going to continue to try to get them out of the, the area? Uh, I, the ones that will go, I'm trying to lightly uh, guide them away. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And I'll, I'll go open the door for them to walk out. Okay. Well, it's like, let's just go to Holiday. Let's go get some snacks. All right, and as the I heard, I heard there's potato olays in there. <laughs> I will give one gold to anyone who can procure a Pepsi for me. <laughs> That's your last gold. I know. Upon the mention of potato olays, Eno starts sweating and turns to Holy D. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, as, as you gather the people, you see that the creature, now sort of uh, able-bodied, seems to be able to walk itself, sort of rears back, uh, and as its mouth opens, this enormous 
plume of green mist flies Ugh. onto the professor. You see that the professor's arm sort of has this, is covered in frost uh, and appears to have gone stiff uh, as he collapses, sort of hands first, shatters on the ground. Oh my gosh. Uh, and the creature is going to now eye Eno. I want to snatch up, actually, yeah, I want to snatch up this little gnomish dude. Should be pretty easy yeah. for he, 12 foot 6 Eno. Yeah, and he, he just lost a lot of weight too. <laughs> That's right. That's a one weight loss plan. I think it's on his tiny guitar. He starts watching uh, Wayne's World. Um, and I want to, with the free hand, hey, it's holding. Hey, it's called Wayne's Yorkington. <laughs> <laughs> Wayne's Yorkington, party time! <laughs> Excellent! Wayne's Yorkington! Wayne's Yorkington! <laughs> It, honestly, I was thinking about that when you talked about how they wash their hands. Like, they sing We Are the Yorkington twice. <laughs> he wants to attack the Wyvern with the Warhammer. Just try and smash it. Okay. This little Fabergé butthole. <laughs> Do you say that? They're, they're, yeah. You should know that there are a lot of people watching. Very impressionable youngsters. Get goofed, is what he says. <laughs> uh, he it's good for his brand. That is a 14 strength roll. Alright, with a 14, uh, you are able to either pick up Professor Oakleaf or strike the creature, not both. Uh, I'm not sure. <laughs> this is meta gaming, but I'm not sure I'm actually going to be able to damage this thing. So I feel like it's better to Just pick, pick him, him up, up and get him out of there. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to do that. All right, you you are able to successfully pick up Professor Oakleaf, who is uh, in shock. Essentially, uh, you swing your hammer towards the creature, missing it, uh, but it does sort of leap backwards, uh, and then you you see that some of the presumptuous uh, wizard students are going to. Aim their wands at the creature. Uh, you hear one of them uh, speak. Rasmataz! Uh, sort of this little sparkle flies at the creature, bounces off of it, uh, and then it is going to whip around and breathe a green fog on the, the group of children. Oh my gosh. Oh my um, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to try and tackle these kids out of the way. Okay. Yes, this plume of green miasma is flying towards them. Thick. Thicker than you remember from Dragonfall. 17. With the 17, you are able to deftly knock them down just as the miasma whips past them. All right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to run in. As this is happening, I'm just going to try to breathe a big old stinking fireball at them or on the, uh, on the dragon. Okay. Uh, 12. All right, with a 12, having to leap so far, um, you can either successfully breathe fire on the creature and collapse in the center of the room, or you can stand firm and safely. No, it's fine. I'll fall. As long as I hit the thing with fire, I'll fall down. Yeah. You actually, you leap through the air, sort of you're leaping into and over and into the miasma that's sort of built up in the middle of the room. But mid-jump, you breathe fire on the creature. uh, And it does appear to superheat and shatter. You see that one leg sort of slides over to you and it is still kicking. uh, But it does not appear to be dangerous at all. However, you sort of continue to slide across the floor and you bump into the large brick of ice. Uh-huh. And the table begins to slowly tip over. Uh, Help me pick it up! <laughs> Eno, oh no! Uh, can I toss uh, <laughs> Professor <laughs> Herbert Oakleaf to uh, Bufo? That's a nine in strength. <laughs> uh, Bufo on the ground from having tackled these kids. Oh, that's right. We'll try to catch. We'll try to catch. No, I'm not gonna do that, Herbert then. I just. I'm going to try and steady the ice with him while holding Professor. All right. 
I just rolled a 13. All right, with a 13, you can either place the professor down gently or help him catch the ice. Attempt to, at least. Make it to the ice. Sorry, Gramps. <laughs> so I punt him and then run <laughs> over to the ice block. All right. Is his whole uh, body I, ice or just his arm? It appears like just his arm. And it already shattered, right? It did. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to try and have my cake and eat it, too. I'm going to hold on to him and try to, like, steady the ice with my free arm and inside. Don't touch the ice. Touch the table! I'm going to try and steady the Ark of the Covenant with... <laughs> by opening uh, it. By opening it. <laughs> and, and, and looking, uh, looking it. inside. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah, the table. <laughs> That's what I'll steady. Okay, so you're able to make it over there, and you're keeping him in your hands. Give me a strength check. It is an 18. All right, with an 18, you are able to steady the table. Uh, unfortunately, it looks like the ice is going to fall. You have slowed it, but unfortunately, it looks like it's going to fall. Felix? I got to breathe on it. I got to breathe on the stupid fire or the stupid ice. Okay. 13. All right. With a 13, you have two options. You can either attempt to slide underneath the table on the side that the ice is falling, or you can attempt to breathe over Eno. So you can put yourself in danger or Eno in danger. Eno, do you understand? <laughs> do you understand what I'm capable of? Do you, do you understand why I'm going to burn you to death, Eno? Uh, while he's doing this, I'm trying to usher these three idiot kids out. <laughs> All right. You see the Rasmataz kid starts to pull out his... Uh, he has sort of this... I, sla- I slap him on the face. <laughs> a small collection of uh, really expensive wands. I, yeah, I, I knock the wand out of his hand and point to the <laughs> Hall D or whatever. Do you know who my father is? No, little kid, I do not. Well, he is the Duke of Covington, and he will have you for slapping me. I slap him again. <laughs> okay. He, uh, he's now speechless. <laughs> I wordlessly turn him around in the direction of Hall D and push him. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right, he sort of shocked, uh, walks into Hall D. Okay, now I'm going to go try to help the, the boys. Sorry, you know, I'm going to have to hit you. Do your worst. Uh, actually, can I use turtle? <laughs> actually, <laughs> don't! Oh, God, please! <laughs> Do you know has his mouth open and feels he's gonna breathe right into it? <laughs> uh, I want to use Constitution to duck into my shell and take the hit. Okay. But what about the professor? Bye. <laughs> Can he come, go in my come shell? Come on, David. Me? I was gonna have something good there. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I get it if he can't. It's it's a tight squeeze in here. No, I want to open open a compartment and put him in the goo. <laughs> no, I don't think he can go in the shell with you. But you could you could try and shield him. I was about to say, you're gonna give me a choice. Yeah. You, Let me choose. Yeah, okay. He's not going to be him. so safe that he'll be in your shell, but you can... Okay. I'll, I'll shield him and take the hit myself. Or try to. Okay. Give me constitution. That is a 14. All right. So you are able to either shield him and yourself together or continue to hold the table. Ugh. I'm trying to melt the ice. Yeah, I mean, I'm, yeah, I'm just going to shield us. Okay. All right. Then the fire breath is going to deal damage to you, Eno. So I rolled a, a three the first time, so I'm good. And and you are able to uh, protect the professor from any of the damaging heat, but you do take your hands off the table. The fire does uh, blow onto the ice. Unfortunately, it does seem like the ice itself is somehow impermeable to the fire, uh, and in fact, the fire launches it more quickly off of the table. Lloyd, there is a big block of ice sort of rocketing towards you. Are there any trash cans nearby? Uh, yes. I'm gonna tr- I'm gonna try to grab one and catch it in the catch the ice in the trash can. Okay, give me dexterity. Give me a trash can roll. We all know what it is. <laughs> sixteen. All right, with the sixteen, yeah, you are able to. The ice doesn't quite make it to you, so you have to quickly grab the trash can and leap over the barrier. 
uh, but you are able to catch the large chunk safely in the trash can as both of you sort of land on the ground. Now that's what I call a hole in one. (laughs) (laughs) Ice to meet you. Ice to meet you. What? 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 Would have been cool. Professor, can you get this out of here? Oh, by God, your arm. (laughs) (laughs) Most of the students have left the area. Felix and Lloyd, uh, with your superior hearing, uh, you you hear a small whisper, and you hear someone say, Razmatan. And then the block of ice explodes, and these large chunks uh, fly everywhere. Uh, And as these chunks sort of crash into the walls and the ceiling, you see that the there are more of these dragon-like figures that collect all over the floor. Uh, can, can I tell where the voice is coming from? Yeah, give me a focus check. 14. So you are able to either not get hit by one of the larger chunks of the ice, or you're going to be able to hear the direction it came from. Well, I guess I will dodge the ice. Okay. Yeah, unfortunately, you are not quite able to make it out, having to jump out of the way of the ice. Felix? I'll do... I'll try to see... Let me see if I can... Roll to see if I can hear it well. Yeah. 17. All right, with the 17, um, you do, you're able to pinpoint it. You see that there's sort of this group of, large group of students that are now hurriedly running out into Hall B. Uh, and you see among them, uh, Jaminko, and you believe that it was in fact him who said it. He sort of closes the door behind him as he leaves into Hall B. Well, I'm going to say... That's where the stinky stink is. Yeah, I'm going to take out the wand and say, Professor, I think this is yours. And I'll just, I'll toss it to him. Is he still in shock? (laughs) He puts out his arm that isn't there and the wand hits him in the face. (laughs) (laughs) I guess I'm right. Well, like, have we dodged the ice and the dragons are showing up now? Like in real time? Yeah, currently you start to see some of them starting to unfurl. They're just sort of scattered on the ground all throughout the theater. Are we talking tens, hundreds? Could be a hundred. Professor, you might need this. <laughs> he throws out his face again. <laughs> I, I run up and hand it to He's him. He's like dribbling the one on his face. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, still, still somewhat in shock. He takes it. And then I say, go, go, super dude. All right. And you turn invisible. I'm going to run after the cat. Run after Jaminko. Okay. I'm going to go with Felix. Okay. Uh, I would tell the professor to go. And then Eno kind of squares up. At least to buy them time, if nothing else. He's just like spinning the Warhammer and kind of readies it. Showing off, you might say. Yeah. Some, <laughs> some like Final Fantasy about to fight energy, you know? Yeah. Just needless weapon flipping. <laughs> and then he just like bounces back and forth. Yeah, that's like, right. He waits like for a, something a to happen. Fighting game. His idol animation. <laughs> yeah, he's like some capoeira. He, he has his like statement that he says before the fight begins. And with the newer games, they actually have a statement that interacts with it, too. Like, it's really individual. <laughs> I can't wait to hear it. I, I'm going to get him. I'm a little dragon. He said get him. So immersive. <laughs> <laughs> it's clearly a different voice in the recording studio. <laughs> he, he said, said get, get him. him. <laughs> and I'm the dragon. Um, yeah, he. if they... I, he's going to start smashing them, like, because he knows their process of unfurling. So I'm just going to start playing whack-a-mole with these things. All right. Uh, give me, let's say, either strength or dexterity, and we'll say you are able to, before they really unfurl and get going, you're able to crush that many of them. Twelve. All right, yeah, with the twelve, you, you pretty much are able to clear out the entirety of the lower part of the theater. You are trying to get Professor Oakleaf to leave, correct? Uh, yes, yeah, I tell him to kind of pat him on the butt. Professor, you should probably get out of here. All right, still, still somewhat shocked he is going to go with 
Lloyd and Felix. Uh, Professor, before you go. He turns. If you got grime, get goofo. <laughs> he, Does he not know any fire spells? Uh, it appears like he is still in shock. He's no hero. <laughs> it's, what a coward. It's almost like he's, he's no just Superman. a professor at a university. <laughs> hey, are you saying they aren't heroes? That, in their own Cecil way. Cecil would never admire someone who couldn't fight. <laughs> He thinks as he stands on a pile of dead bikini dragons. (laughs) I would never admire my grandfather if his arm was ripped off and he did not fight immediately after. It's not ripped off, it's shattered off. There's no bleeding. It's cauterized like a lightsaber wound. All right, uh, Lloyd and Felix, you see that uh, along your path there, there are uh, several of these small dragons starting to unfurl. I'm invisible, but I'll take out a fire blade and I'll try to slice them up. As I'm running. Okay. 16. With the 16, yeah, you are able to, let's say, as you run, you're able to cut about eight of them down before they start to unfurl. I'm going to try to use Cloak of Darkness. On a success, you become one with the shadows and can't be detected by normal means. Okay. And and you are aware, though, that towels and doorknobs will be able to see you, correct? <laughs> yes. But, well, they have true sight. <laughs> okay. Just making sure. Not doorknobs. Locks. Locks. The locks door-knob inside the doorknobs. Eleven. So the partial means uh, I can't be seen, but I I can be heard. Okay. So they can't they can't see me at least. Yeah, it does it does seem like uh, as you run through them, they don't seem to notice you. They're fo- focusing mainly on the flame, I guess, emanating from an invisible sword. And then I guess Professor Oakleaf will follow you. Uh, you you make it through the doorway, and you see that uh, several of the students have sort of scattered. Will you give me focus checks? Nine. Seven. All right. Unfortunately, you're you're not quite able to make out which way Jaminko has gone. How many directions are there that he could have gone? Uh, let's say that there are three. And and you would suspect with your heightened senses that he has probably tried to disappear himself. If only if only Felix had brought the towel with him. <laughs> <laughs> well, if only they could interfere, really. Well, we all know. Yeah, even if he did bring him. <laughs> you would know. He might not be able to say anything about it, but he'd know. <laughs> Let's say there's north, east, and west, and then you came from south. Uh, professor, do you have any magic detecting capabilities? He looks to you somewhat confused. Uh, you can tell he's starting to gather his thoughts. No, I'm. I mostly make food. <laughs> then why did they have you in charge <laughs> of the ice? Because it's water. Uh, I, I've worked. I've written many papers on working with water. Water isn't food. It's water. <laughs> you boil it, you freeze it, you drink it. Yeah, water. He's impressed with how much you know about it. <laughs> Did you read my paper? <laughs> I wrote it. <gasps> <laughs> He's, Dear God. Professor's looking in a mirror right now. It's like, well, we probably can't find him. Professor, you need to... What does that wand do? Uh, I found this. A burned down cabin. But it is a wand, correct? Yes. Where did you find it? It's not important right now. Does it? Is it help with fire spells or anything, or or is it just sentimental? It's mostly sentimental. Well, then that's no help. You just need to get everybody out of here. Right, right, right. Uh, he, he looks back. It seems like the theater is clear, except for one enormous turtle going to town. Uh, he's going to. He sees some of the the kids that are heading east. He knows that that just leads back into the other entrance of the theater. So he's going to go after them and hurry them away. And professor, one more thing. It's like after this. We need to find Cecil. We need to come back. We need to meet after this. Okay. Right, he nods. I thought you were gonna say got ground get goofo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. he, he looks back. Here. Fernando, right? Fernand. 
Ferdinand, Ferdinand and Doofy? That is close enough. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Ferdinand Doofy. I'm going to go through, uh, uh, I'm going to look through the classes, and you said earlier there were people studying in some of them. Yeah. If there's still people unaware of the, the issue, then I'm going to try and get them to leave. Yeah, I'm going to summon my fox spirit. Uh, he's, it's a four. Two natural ones. <laughs> What's he doing right now? <laughs> oh, he, he's, 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 he hung up on he's me. watching the Ziggy movie. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> and he didn't even pay his... for it. Oh my God. <laughs> Is he streaming from my cell stone right now? He's <laughs> <laughs> in the audience. Yeah, we actually, yeah, we zoom into the cell stone. You see there's a Firefox sort of making his move on a lady in his uh, 1950s car. Uh, Eno. Yeah. Uh, So unfortunately, the creatures are beginning to awaken. Would you like to stay in the center of the room? What would you like to do? It seems like you may may have one more round of smashing before uh, they start attacking you. I want to do a few things. I want to start like backing up and making my way to the door, okay. but not turning my back on them really. And then while I'm doing that, like looking around the room, seeing if there's anything I can use to more quickly dispatch these things than my current plan of smash. Okay. Give me focus check. A 13. All right. With a 13, you look around and you, you do see nothing that looks familiar, but you see from the ceiling, there are sort of these different colored bags. All across the ceiling, there are six different colors, uh, and they seem to be all across the ceiling. So maybe there are 200 of these bags, uh, six different colors. What are the colors? Red, white, black, green, blue, and yellow. Um, I want to pull a stone off of my little trash bandolier and just overhand chuck it at the one of the red bags. Okay, give me dexterity. Uh, 17. Okay, with a 17, uh, you are able to very precisely strike one of the red bags. Uh, You see this uh, black soot, sort of these dark pebbles pour out of the bag. As they hit the ground, they they bounce really high. It doesn't doesn't appear like they have too much effect. Can I try the same with the blue bag? Sure. A five. All right, with a five, you sort of sling it up into the air, uh, and you hit the yellow bag, uh, and out of it pours this powdery white dust. It seems like it doesn't even make it to the ground. It sort of just fills the area with this white dust. And neither of these things seem to have an effect on the wyverns? No, the white dust doesn't even make it down there, and the black pebbles do land on one, but it seems mostly unfazed other than knocking it down a bit. All right. Well, if I still have time, then I want to keep smashing, but otherwise he's just backing toward the door. Give me, uh, Let's give me an attack roll. We'll see what happens. Uh, 15. Okay, yeah. With a 15, you are able to both back away to the door and crush 15 of them. So you see that you've killed maybe a quarter of them, but you are able to easily make your way to the door uh, before they start uh, now all sort of looking around, approaching you. Uh, You do see that some of them are making their ways to the windows. Okay. Can I, like, I'm assuming this is like a, you know, operating hall kind of deal. Can I go up the seating to block them off from the windows? Sure. Yeah, there there are windows. Let's say on, only on the western side. Okay. It's sort of, a, but it's a, it's sort of a, a whole wall of windows. Okay. So I want to be posted up the same way I was before, but instead of in front of the door, in front of the windows. Okay. Just trying to block them. Okay. And some of them are going to the ones that are close to you are going to sort of open their mouths, and this flame does fly at you. What would you like to do? Oh, sorry, this mist. <laughs> sort of a lapping thick mist pouring towards you. 
I, I guess I'm just going to try and dodge past it if I can. Maybe that requires barreling through it. I don't know. But still just want to get to that spot and start attacking the wyverns that are trying to make an escape. Okay. Give me either dexterity or constitution then. That is a 19 constitution. You are able to uh, move very swiftly. As you do, uh, sort of your big bulk whips through the air, sort of buffeting the air around you as the mist swirls about you but doesn't touch you. You are able to get into position. I start smashing. All right. Give me a smash roll. That is a nine to smash. (laughs) All right. Uh, Unfortunately, you are only able to smash four of them. That does clear out the ones immediately in front of the window. And you see that the ones on the east side are now headed towards the door to the north. Door to the north! (laughs) (laughs) Lloyd and Felix, you have uh, sufficiently cleared out the students that that were remaining. What is your plan now? I guess we got to go back and help, you know. Felix, I believe we need to burn down this building. That might end up happening anyway, but we should we need to go check on Eno. Okay. Uh, yeah, and you are as you make your way through the door, you see that there are some from the east, maybe not quite half of them that are headed towards the door that you have just opened. Uh and you see that now some of them are starting to take flight. Got to breathe fire at them. 19. Okay, yeah, with a 19, you see a group of them sort of flock together, uh like birds as they sort of dive towards you uh the fire shoots from your mouth and they do in fact shatter the small harmless pizzas pizzas the small harmless uh, pieces sort of land on 19 you 19 pieces of pizza flying at you <laughs> they all rub their eyes and then you notice we've just been fighting pizza <laughs> <laughs> professor oakleaf's arm is just covered in sauce <laughs> lloyd will you give me a focus check 10 <laughs> never mind all right, it is your turn, Lloyd. What would you like to do? It seems that Felix has cleared out the, the ones in your immediate area. Eno appears to be getting surrounded, uh, and there are still, let's say, half of them left. I don't have any way to, like, fight them effectively. Where's the nearest exit? I want to get the professor out of here. Sure, so th- the one you just came out of, and then there is one to the south, on the opposite side. You just came from the north. Like, out of the com- completely out of the building? Yeah, the, the one to the south leads to the outside. Okay, yeah, I'm going to make my way that way with the professor. Okay, yeah, and there, there is a path that's been cleared by you previously, uh, at least to the center. And then south of the center, uh, there are more of these creatures. Stick close to me, old man. <laughs> uh, he nods. Yeah, and we're going we're gonna to run for it. Okay, give me a dexterity. 21. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, you are able to parkour over the, the bleachers. Unfortunately, as you successfully run... You notice that there is a figure sort of lying uh, immobile in the chair. Uh, you leap over her, and you do notice that it is, in fact, Little Sour. <gasps> Dear God, I <laughs> forgot about Little Sour. <laughs> One of the creatures. It, it's, it seems like the creatures, her being so still, have also not noticed her. You see one that's sort of crawling on her face, stepping on her, her open eyeball. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I just got to come back for her. Okay. Yeah, and you, you are if she's to... not in like immediate danger, I guess. Doesn't seem like it. Other, maybe even more Pepsi danger than dragon danger. <laughs> yeah, but you are able to quite deftly make it to the door. Professor, is there anyone that you can call to get us to to get us some help? Uh, he uh, he he thinks for a moment. No one who can get here in time, but the black bags. He points to the ceiling. What what uh, what do they do? <laughs> what are they do? What do they do? <laughs> What did I do? They're they're full of just normal sand, but it might be able to 
crush the creatures. It's he- they're heavy. Thank you, Professor. Now go, run as fast as you can, and don't stop until you get home. <laughs> All right. Uh, confused, he is going to do so. And then I lock the door behind him so none of the creatures can get out. Okay. Aim for the black bags. And would you all give me focus checks? Seven, ten, nineteen. Uh, yeah, you know when you when you look up at the the black bags, you do upon closer examination see that the they are tied with a black string. Uh, it seems like they are all tied together. There's sort of this uh, master knot in the center of the ceiling. Uh, Felix, can you hit that knot in the center? I'm gonna. Is it up high? I know, I know Felix is really tall, but can he reach it? <laughs> Do I have to jump? You can't quite reach it. It's about, uh, these are incredibly tall ceilings, probably 80 feet. If you were standing in the oh center, it would be 80 feet. Maybe 60 if you're on the edge, up in the th- the seats. You gotta breathe a fireball up there. Okay. 16. All right, with a 16, you are able to very precisely uh, spit a fireball that flies through the air and does, in fact, catch the knot on fire and indeed breaks it. Um, will all of you give me constitution checks? 16 for Lloyd. Uh, an 8, but I want to go in my shell. Okay. It's a 6 for Felix. Okay. Yeah, so this, this enormous uh, amount of sand. Little Sour has to make one too. <laughs> oh, no. Her mouth wide open with the creature stepping in her lips. <laughs> Swallows one of them. <laughs> These enormous bags of sand, uh, not only do they drop, but they open midway. As uh, tons and tons of sand it falls into the room. Into her open mouth. <laughs> into little Sour's open mouth. Swallows it all. <laughs> it's Pepsi sand, so it's fine. Oh, it's okay. <laughs> There's Pepsi Nutritious clear. and delicious. Pepsi blue, Diet Pepsi, Pepsi sand. <laughs> <laughs> Eno, I would like you to give me roll for damage and Felix as well. I rolled a natty six. That's a one. Okay. All right. All right. Hey. All right, yeah. You know, yeah, you only take two damage. It's sort of, you feel the weight on your shoulders and you do collapse to the ground. However, being near the edge, only one of the bags is, lands on top of you. Uh, and Lloyd, you are able to see it coming and dodge out of the way quickly. Little Sour is covered in sand. Dead. You, you see killed. her figure uh, covered in sand. Uh, and the creatures themselves also make a sort of satisfying crunch as they're all crushed in unison. Uh, I, I, I get, <laughs> I dig a little sour out of the sand. <laughs> <laughs> all right. You you see that her, her, the skin of her face and her forehead is all red and splotchy. Uh, I take her over to the vending machine and I get her a Coca-Cola. <laughs> <laughs> all right. At this point, anything will do. <laughs> <laughs> In a carbonated brown beverage would be, <laughs> I need something brown. <laughs> Give me some Cabo Brown. Stat. <laughs> Carbo brown. <laughs> yeah, is there any carbo brown in the vending machine? <laughs> uh, they only have. Uh, they Brian. only have Brian Pepper. <laughs> <laughs> you do not. I, I know she's desperate. Just do not get her Brian Pepper. <laughs> but it's eight for a. It's eight for a copper. <laughs> <laughs> it's not worth it. I put five. I put five copper in. I buy all their Brian Pepper. <laughs> All right. Un- unfortunately, not not only does it seem like uh, Little Sour, uh, her skin has been buffeted and damaged. Uh, she is unconscious. Okay. Uh, and now she's got lots of little Brian Pepper all over. Her. I guess I'm not going to try and pour the Brian Pepper down her throat while she's unconscious. Um, uh, I'm going to give her CPR. I guess. Okay. Seventeen. All right. With a seventeen, you you are in fact able to bring her back to consciousness. 
her skin's sort of starting to swell now. Uh, but she come on, darling, drink your drink your Brian Pepper. <laughs> she sort of pu- starts to start pushing Brian Pepper away from her mouth. <laughs> drink your Brian Pepper, <laughs> uh, and, and this continues as we we pan out. <laughs> shouting match about Brian Pepper, a one person shouting match. <laughs> <laughs> the end. Uh, can there be a postscript where Eno says, "Ice to meet you." <laughs> <laughs> Con Air 3 serious that was scary dragons wyverns do they have four legs if so they're not wyverns they're drakes Remember we that kind of had of fun but hey this is my fun. own this is our universe we make all the rules yeah in yorgington they're actually <laughs> backwards <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> it was good it was i had fun yeah we had fun lots of fun but it doesn't matter if you have fun or not you have to have a secret winner <laughs> that's the law that's the rules <laughs> so bobby who is your secret winner uh, well, obvious winner, Brian Pepper. Um, <laughs> secret winner is uh, Jacoby the Cook. Oh, yeah. Of, drank- of yep. Dranker. Hopefully he's alive. <laughs> breathing in breathing in all that smoke next to the the burning pork stuff. It's... <laughs> they should really have like a pre-nap time slowdown. <laughs> yeah. No, it's just, nap time. It's like the lunch rush. <laughs> the nap time, the nap time rush. Uh, and my secret password is David Lynch makes my sphincter clench. <laughs> Ooh, clench with Lynch. That'll be the next one. Uh, all right. So Spencer, who is yours? My secret winner was also Jacoby from Drinker. Um, but I, for fairness' sake, I will instead choose Lil Boy. Mm-hmm. Um, and my secret password is Tevin Campbell made the music from a Goofy movie. Oh yeah, he sure he sure I did. I met Tevin, not personally. Very well, not as well as Bobby. Well, Caleb, tough act to follow. What do you got? <laughs> uh, my secret with, you. winner this week is Joffrey Malfoy, the child that gets slapped by Lloyd. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, and my secret password is Sergeant Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band. <laughs> 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 Wonder what I wonder what Brian Pepper sounded like. <laughs> could we do could we do a cover of that Beatles album using the voice of Brian Pepper? <laughs> has that been recorded Brian anywhere? <laughs> I don't know. Is there like a is there like an AI uh, <laughs> learning yeah. learning algorithm that we can use for Brian Pepper's voice? That's, yeah, that that's the first thing they do. We we can now make a, an official artificial intelligence, but we have to feed it someone. Someone <laughs> who do we want to recreate? Who do we want to represent us? Let's let's go the most Pepper! famous man. Oh. We can make that happen if you all, every every listener donates to our doesn't donate pledges pledges to our Patreon. Uh, Patreon. It will help us. We'll use that to fund the AI <laughs> to find out what Brian Pepper sounded like <laughs> if he sang the Beatles album. <laughs> so really, it's like you're progressing humanity at a rapid rate. Yeah, it's, it's like it's one step away from the. Uh, 
like Geneva Convention. Right. <laughs> it's like world world without knowing what Brian Pepper sounds like. <laughs> the next in the futuristic society. Yeah, it's That's like the, Epcot is the world with <laughs> Brian Pepper's voice. <laughs> Tomorrowland. Oh, who's your secret winner, David? I I just. I'm, I'm trying to. We're trying to figure out how to make the world a better place. Sorry. Uh, but my secret winner is uh, Twixel. No. Oh. Uh, she's making moves. She's a brilliant it. chemist, held back by Schwitzel the whole time. <laughs> not anymore. And my secret password is uh, Brian Peppers. It's not refreshing. But <laughs> oh. how many how many flavors does Dr Pepper have? Because Brian Peppers has one more, and it just ruins the whole batch. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's. 31? No, that's Baskin Robbins. 23. 23. 23. And, yeah, because I was... was Brian Pepper has 24 chromosomes. (laughs) Oh, no. Chromosomes, (laughs) did you say? Yeah. Yeah. He's like a super being. He's he's evolved beyond. He's he's really super at something. (laughs) One thing he was very well known for doing. (laughs) We all have a calling. Child molestation is laughing, Matt. <laughs> we're on Twitter at Quest for Adventure. We're, That's we're close th- enough. <laughs> yeah, at Quest for Ad. We have a. You can probably we, search Quest for Adventure on Twitter and find it. If if you can't type in Quest for Ad, <laughs> we're on uh, we're on Anchor. Yeah, we're on Anchor. We're on Metaverse now. Oh, oh, what's that? oh wow. <laughs> That's uh that's the new Facebook. We've got a we've got a VR uh hut in in metaverse. <laughs> what? Oh yeah? Oh my god. <laughs> when did this if happen? Wanted, and what does that we mean? We are making Caleb an NFT. We are turning Caleb into an <laughs> we're NFT. We're turning we Yeah, so you cannot uh you legally can't listen to these episodes unless you own Caleb <laughs> as an NFT. <laughs> Which we do. Uh, we do. Right. And and until we get our uh and, and let we'll trade you for like 10 million Dogecoin. We'll, uh, we'll trade you, Caleb. And then you too can own a spot of rainforest that you burn to the ground. <laughs> Known as Caleb. But yeah, thanks for listening. Interact with us. We would love it. Yeah, we have. Let us know what you think of the show. I will read anything you send me. <laughs> not, I mean, not necessarily even out loud. You, if you send him all the Dune books. Oh God! He'll read them. Now, hold on. I'll read. I'll read it. I'll read it on the, at the end of every podcast. <laughs> well, re- yeah, we could do that. We'll we'll do a chapter a, a chapter an episode. <laughs> that'll be like the that'll be the so we know what the five dollar tier for the Patreon is. This will be the ten dollar tier. Yeah, so get, it's twice as good as right. the five dollars. <laughs> right. Well, and and twice as hard to get happen. <laughs> and twice as erotic. <laughs> Uh, yeah, we have uh, a Patreon. Uh, the show will always be free, but if you're interested in helping us buy some equipment, you can help us out on Patreon. And we do every now and then post some uh, some fun stuff, some porn, <laughs> some some Brian Pepper f- uh, fan fiction, <laughs> NFTs of Brian Pepper. <laughs> Ooh, who would you who would you pair Brian Pepper with? Uh... Like a fictional character to have like a slash fic with Brian Pepper. Can we? <laughs> There's no way this ends really well. <laughs> no, well, I, it, slash fic is, is it means what I think it does, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um. Okay. Let me let me just put this out here. Let me just set the tone for this. Foghorn Leghorn. <laughs> <laughs> nah, he's too old. Young Foghorn Leghorn. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, I don't know if you know this, Bobby, but Brian Pepper is a real man. <laughs>
Does that change this in any way? Uh, he's dead, so it's fine. Make, oh, he's as fictional alive now. as Foghorn Dead Linkhorn. <laughs> Foghorn Deadhorn. <laughs> <laughs> we have the hologram technology. We can, we can, we can recreate AI. Pepper, yeah. I don't. I don't know what to do. <laughs> end it there. No, the end of, that needs to be the end. If you found out that um, the entire world's economy tomorrow was ending as we know it, and the only way to earn money was to have a stunt YouTube channel of some sort. (laughs) I don't mean literal stunts, but like what I was talking about before, you know. Um, What would your idea be? Why? And how long would you go before ending your own life? (laughs) I think I need you to describe what a stunt channel is. Like you just, you do, I mean it could be literal stunts, but the the, uh, gentleman that... Ate if all kinds of food. Talking about, oh, like you had. What is your gimmick? Like, what is this exactly? Thing you do? Yeah, you have to a cause your pain, Let's say yourself that. pain in some some way. Yeah. Like, there's the guy who's the stupid idiot who gets stung by stuff. Oh, uh, I see. Or you can like eat foods that aren't good and then rate that. <laughs> or, like, how, like, how does this tire feel when it, it's like? <laughs> What does this car tire feel like when it runs over my foot? You like interview the car tire after? You're like, how did you feel about that? Heavy. Heavy. <laughs> do you guys know do you guys know who Shoe Nice is? No. 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 Uh he, so he's a channel. I think he's turned into just like eating hot stuff. But at one point he was just eating like paste and <laughs> <laughs> like <laughs> roofing sealant (laughs) (laughs) that kind of stuff (laughs) yeah just objects caulk (laughs) looks like the wheel landed on calculator today all right (laughs) just will it blend but it's his esophagus instead of the blendtec blender there he is. <laughs> that is from an article on Vice called The Gut-Wrenching Story of Shoe Nice, the YouTube star <laughs> who will eat anything. He's really sold out. Two McRibs eaten in one minute five oh, days ago. what a loser. Yeah. <laughs> How do you think that channel started? Maybe he like did like literary essays? <laughs> Just the natural progression of YouTube led him to eating paste for a living? That's right. <laughs> <laughs> What's his oldest video? Well, this is this account. This is like a new account. I think it got banned at one point. Mm. <laughs> uh, but his oldest video on this account is Shoe Nice Twenty Two ASMR Leaf Crinkles. <laughs> <laughs>
Do you guys know anything about ASMR? Yeah. Is it a sex I mean, thing? It doesn't have to be. <laughs> Some people treat it like that, but... You thinking of getting into it, Spencer? Well, uh, definitely. I'm just trying to figure out if I'm using my hands or my feet. <laughs> right. You got to find your gimmick. That's right. I'm going like, to eat what caulk. If... <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, did you say caulk or... <laughs> Wink? <laughs> <laughs> What if you uh, very quietly transcribed uh, Shoe Nice videos? <laughs> <laughs> like on a mechanical keyboard, and I have really long nails. <laughs> <laughs> yes, this, this sounds like a thing that I like. And you like, you know, like you grow your hair out too. <laughs> and you get stranded on a, an island. A volleyball with a face on it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he's on Cameo. Hey. Oh. How much money does he demand? Nine dollars. <laughs> for what, though? Like, if he eats caulk for free, what does he do for nine dollars? <laughs> yeah. He eats uh, ten gallons of gasoline for five dollars. <laughs> He'll eat anyone you know. That's his cameo. <laughs> Personalized video. Oh, seventy-five dollars if it's a business video. <laughs> what could that be? What could that even be? He recommends, like, how to strengthen your stomach so you can ha- join him in the same career. <laughs> of being dead at a young age. <laughs> my my cameos are life changing. <laughs> is that is that just Bobby telling us? It's just you, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How much do you charge, Bobby? What? Let's see. He charges nine uh nine fifteen. <laughs> fifteen more cents to have your life changed. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a good deal to me. You can you can either spend nine dollars to see a man drink gasoline. Or 9.15 to have your life changed. His newest review says, came so quick, and it was amazing. (laughs) 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 He did it for the crew. He did it for the shoe. Nine days ago. Five stars. (laughs) I started to read an article called Inside the Rise and Fall of Nakato Avocado. (laughs) <laughs> and then it realized I had an ad blocker and stopped me. <laughs> That's as deep as I got in learning about that guy. <laughs> That's probably deep enough. Yeah. Oh, you could learn about Brian Peppers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he, that, check, he's, he's, he, based on his Brian name, Peppers. he must be a famous no. mukbang. <laughs> Guy. See, that, sounds like that's, just... the, that's at the end of your life cycle when you do an eating YouTube channel. <laughs> <laughs> the end of your life cycle. You like Brian Pepper sounds like a dog's name. Who is this? G- give him a Google. Oh. <laughs> He's a, a, I believe, a famous sexual predator. He is. What do you mean famous? <laughs> he was better at it than anyone else? Uh, let's just say he was more recognizable. Yeah, look at him. <laughs> I'll say that. He is 34 years old. Oh, that's just... All right, this article is unfair. Peppers was convicted of gross sexual imposition. You didn't have to put gross in there like that. Like, we get it. Uh, yeah, I mean... Yeah. <laughs> Let, it's to, it's subjective just, it, whether it's gross or not. So. Yeah, that's what, that's what Spencer's getting was, at. <laughs> at least give us the impositions. Let us determine. Convicted of totally nasty sexual imposition. Just the facts, please. Completely grody. <laughs> it does, they don't have any facts, sadly. Really nasty. Totally gross. Stinky winky. <laughs> All right, ready to start? I guess so. <laughs> I mean, we, we've got the Brian Peppers, so. <laughs> Where do you go from there? Brian Peppers and Chucky are raising a family now. <laughs> oh, yeah? I just, like the doll? No, like, this like... is just a... <laughs> this is nothing. That was just a Reddit. Oh. That was just a Reddit post of this guy's picture. Oh, uh, I see. Oh. Uh, yeah. 
I love the idea that Brian Peppers hangs out with uh, Chucky the doll. The fictional doll, Chucky. We don't know where reality ends anymore and fiction begins. Oh, there's so much of Brian Peppers on the internet. (laughs) I guess we have have to do the suspense I know what he's going to be doing the whole time. This is good podcast.